Hey, folks, sorry about last week and the week before that. The week before that, we just couldn't make a show because of our schedules. Last week, we actually came in here, Matt sat down, recorded a solid hour and 40 minutes, ranging from wrestling, uh, making fun of handicapped golfers, literally. I, and now I'm remembering, uh, in that scenario, the uh, quadriplegic, quadriplegic golfer had a putter that he used with his mouth. Um, we also talked about uh, QAnon and a bunch of shit. And because my phone was too full of junk data, it wouldn't save the recording, and I couldn't do anything with it, and it just it just booted it. We literally sat in here for an hour and 40 minutes. And I thought you were telling me that live right now. No, I was about I'm to close my fucking... Yeah, I didn't no. realize you were recording. I Shit. said, hey, folks, sorry about last week. Jesus, I, I blanked out. I'm sorry, bro. So, anyways... I just canceled the NBA playoffs. Like That doesn't affect me at all. I know. I'm just saying it's fairly news. <laughs> They're doing it in protest. Continue, sorry. So, anyways, two weeks ago, we couldn't make a show. Last week, we did, and the phone did not save it because there was no room on the phone. Mm. I have since remedied that. We have a show this week. It's a very long one, I think. I think it's going to be... It's definitely over two hours. It might even be two and a half. And we cover a myriad of topics. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is wild stuff, man. We did cover... It got sad, though, the last third. It got sad at the end just because we, we we faced reality. It did hit me kind of hard, to be honest. But it was a fun first couple parts. It's all good. There's nothing wrong with this show. No, and I, I'm glad we did it. We have a lot of titles to choose from. I like one in particular, but you, you gotta. You, I trust you'll do. You your, had one your good that I think it. involved like coming and and oh, I, I don't know. We I, talked there about, was a, we talked about quite a few options we talk, on the pod. Yeah, we talked about like Hagel and Blumkin having a Christmas no, song called no. "Oh Come All You Faithful." No, that wasn't. But it. that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Mine was dirtier. Yours. It had something to do with come. Most of the first hour thirty does <laughs> kind of catheters way. come. Catheters come. The that Bible. was something like. Hmm. That's not bad. I think we can do better. But no, it's not. I feel, I'm, glad, I'm glad we did talk about that. I'm glad we got like back to it after daughters. last week's nonsense. Oh, that was it was something to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no mention of my wife's chest this week, but I think that's because I kept the screensaver at bay. If she doesn't like it, I can just stop. I, I, I thought it was complimentary. <laughs> it didn't ever go out. Everything you said last week wasn't recorded. I don't even remember it in detail. Mm. So. Well, a, lot of, a lot of chesty, chesty talk because of my screensaver. <laughs> I do remember you suggesting that we get that I take photos similarly of Leah to put on my screensaver for when you're here, which I understand for a while you're here, but you have to realize that that also just floats in front of me throughout the day. So it'd be kind of strange if just all of a sudden it's just like a chesty, chesty picture of your wife on my screensaver. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense yeah. unless yeah. you're here. <laughs> what? Yeah, we can leave it. We can leave it. I'll avoid talking about the screensaver knockers. Yeah. There we go. But I can see that you're, like, deep diving on the NBA news here. It's, it's not that. It's just, just uh, it is fairly substantial news and just because I don't follow the NBA. So they're they're not doing a season playoffs because it started, of COVID? Or when, we started, when we started potting tonight, a couple minutes into it, one game for tonight was canceled. Mm. Protested in lieu of the shooting in Kenosha, and it was the Milwaukee Bucks, so it makes some sense. They're in Wisconsin. Within the hours that we broadcasted, all NBA but playoff games have been called off amid a player protest. Mm. This is this is great. great sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just, it's just it's just it, it, uh, nothing. Uh, 
I'm already seeing the racist trolls, like who don't care, yada yada yada. But uh, you know, I I don't I don't follow the NBA, so much like you, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Kind of getting back to what you'll hear later in the pod, this might be a good intro, kind of. But it's still significant. That's well, a fuck. That's like a they've worked incredibly hard to create this playoff bubble that all the players are living in mm-hmm. to, to lessen the corona. Right. When I think of like can't, what canceling these games means, not so much financially, but culturally. Because why do America, the 35 percenters mm-hmm. could give two fucks. They'll celebrate this. Well, and I mean, I'm, I may not be aligned with those 35 percenters, but I'm in that bubble where like the president of the NBA could come out tomorrow on some significant staircase and say, I have decided to disband the NBA. Basketball will no longer be played on a professional level, and I'm going to recommend to all universities in the university systems in the system <laughs> to discontinue their college level basketball play as well. End quote. If that hit the news and then it all came to play, it would have zero impact on my life. I would not. I would not give a. Single fuck. I guess what I'm saying is I know you're not giving fucks. Just mm. like I really don't care because I don't follow the game that I, I watch mm. the finals at most. I, I'm aware of who the game's players are. I watch the highlights. I make a few bets on the NBA. I'm not r- a relevant fan right. in the sense that I just don't watch enough. I get my jollies off with football and mm. soccer and other sport, baseball. Yeah, never really followed the NBA. So what, what little I do follow is because I can tell you what, who the major players are because I like sports. Yeah. That's my extent. So this is not, like, matter to me, mm-hmm. but this is a fucking huge deal. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't personally affect me, but I'm aware yeah. of the billion-dollar industries. But who's it a big deal to? Uh, come the, on, man. Think of the millions the of like basketball it. fans, NBA basketball yeah. fans at that, and, they, and players of fans. I mean, why do, do they hold like? on. Why do 50 million people follow LeBron James? But why do, do 50 they, million people? I guess people? my question is like, like you could, I understand if, if there's money to be lost if you're a millionaire team owner, but like, what are they losing? What are they losing? I mean, at the end of the day, it's inter- entertainment. If yeah. you be like, if you um, come on, man. Don't, don't don't make me turn this around and make you look stupid. If they took the SEC, SEC football away from this population yeah. where you live, would you not expect to see some blowback that you, that you would not of, expect? I would expect a lot of mad people, but I would doing be, irrationally stupid things, right? But Especially I, with SEC football. Yeah, yeah, but again, zero impact on me. No, I know that, <laughs> but you'd be aware of how big a deal yeah, if you yeah. took Georgia away from you from your dad mm-hmm. for a year or two or whatever. Yeah. If you took Alabama. Alabama and took their football games out of Tuscaloosa for you. You under, you are smart enough to know that there would be some repercussion that you could not have accounted for. Yeah. Whether it's like playful stupidity, mm-hmm. somebody blowing up a statue somewhere, or yeah. something far more nefarious. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. saying that's going to happen with NBA fans because yeah. there's huge culture differences here. Yeah, but. It's a big deal because they put this season together in the middle of a pandemic, and yeah. now these players are saying we're not going to play at all. They just canceled. If this is right, they protesting the guy that got shot in the back seven times in Kenosha, uh, going into his car where his three kids were. Those cops opened fire on that car with three kids inside. Well, they were f- afraid for their lives. I don't know what they were. Or they weren't. I have. I refuse to watch the video. I know it's not a good look. I know that. Yeah, I mean... Seven gunshot wounds in the back. And the man's alive. That's the craziest part of all the story. Seriously, though, in 2020, in fucking August, pushing September, 
unless you are a secret skinhead alt-right co-conspirator who became a cop to fuck shit up unless you are that guy why the fuck would you shoot anybody in the that could end up in the news right now i don't know unless unless they were shooting at you first if 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 uh any person of any color opened fire on a policeman and they shot back and killed him probably wouldn't make the news if it did it would and there was video footage and you could see that the cop was justified <sighs> it wouldn't go crazy but unless you are a ghost cop who's literally ghost like skin. a Call ghost skin yeah. unless you are a fucking Stacy Keach brainchild from American History X like grow your hair out and join the police force right but, you know eat this country from the inside out right. unless you are that guy or girl why would you shoot anybody right now? If if like what what's the fucking mentality? That I, I again like, I, this I, won't go bad. I know I, I don't have any answers. I don't. I think I've seen it. I saw the DUI that I might have told you about in my VP where he passed out in the car and I had to put the guy's gear shift back into park mm. while they called the no one was doing it. And I was like, is his foot on the brake? Can y'all see? I look in there. He's even fucking drive. That guy could just zoom off anytime yeah. now. Just be blacked out drunk. So I had to reach in his car and pull his thing up. They're calling the cops. The whole thing. I was like, "Dude's black. I'm gonna make sure this man don't get killed because it's exactly the way this went." Yeah. Wendy's. This just happened to be at nine o'clock in the morning when he was fucked up. I can see the open handle of of Smirnoff 100 proof in the back. I can see that he's probably poured it into a giant peach snapple in the front. I have experience with I was this. Say, you just lean in, you type, and say, "Hey, buddy, I've been there." I'm trying. To, <laughs> I tried to wake him up after I put it in park. I'm not gonna tell him to get. Uh, they call the cops. I'm yeah. just making sure. I'm just here to make sure this, you know, he's all right. Cops show up. Dude, they came. He woke up. He act, He had walked him around the car. He walked, like, moderately okay. Said he was just really tired, non-medication. Mm-hmm. They never gave him a breathalyzer because I, I left. I didn't see all that. I'm like, I'm not one, I'm not one of those that's going to stay for 45 minutes. Yeah. Because I, I know these guys, though, at the BP, they're like, they didn't breathalyzer him. They towed his car because the front tires were destroyed where he hit our driveway pulling in here. Mm. Uh, tires were stored. They just put it on a tow truck and let him go. They never. I said it must be COVID because it, it might be a jail issue. Yeah. They don't, just don't have the space or don't want to do this right now. Yeah, could be two of the most grateful or decent cops. At that's not it because this is Cobb County, so that's <laughs> that one's out. And the other one, I just said maybe they just don't want. If if you can get out of a situation mm. nonviolently, yeah, with. With any black folks right now, it's best to do that. Yeah. And I think this man avoided a fucking blacked out yeah. at 9 o'clock in the morning on a weekday yeah. with the open container in the back, and they did not breathalyze it. This mm. is Cobb County, man. Yeah. Somebody like yourself, either the smartest cops or the yeah. nicest cops yeah. or something. Maybe he has a cousin on the force. I wasn't there. Yeah. But – not to get a breathalyzer and to only have your car towed. No, those cops were like, all right, so what are we going to do? That cop said, I, no fucking Listen, way. I don't want to end up on the news. If he gets scared and runs, don't shoot. Seriously. Just don't let him fucking t- run away. Leave your taser in the car. Let's just go out. Let's just let's just push him out. Yeah. He's drunk. He'll fall on the ground. <laughs> the car's not going anywhere. The tires are flat. Let's just have it towed. Yeah. And we'll just let him stumble off into whatever direction. Yeah, and they said he just left. He didn't have a cover. He just walked down the road. But what if he's a menace to society? I don't care. Yeah, we don't. I don't want don't to be in the news. Care. I just joined this shit <laughs> last week. Or I'm six weeks from retirement, <laughs> and if I get fucking fired for this, I don't yeah. get my fucking pension. I don't want to be in the news. That's it. There's no condition. Well, just, Terry, have you read any of the literature I gave you last week? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm about well, the ghost skin I'm thing. Well I am aware, not interested in joining. I'm well aware of what you are. <laughs> 
I, I'm not interested. I kind of hope you die it while you're on duty. You'll get the whole parade. People won't ever know that you're trying to subvert the country from within because you're a ghost skin who joined a police department and had a few kids and looked totally the part. I, but yeah, I'm retiring. But seriously, I hope you die on duty. I do. I do. I'll come. We'll do. The, I even shoot one of the guns. But I just, may even be me that does it. Yeah, yeah. Friendly fire. That, that happens. That happens. Fucking flashbang. Ooh. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, so that's that's a thing now. Just that's what it head. started. When, I know you and want I, to. I, well, what I guess I'm more interested in is that I know that that's, this story on our longest intro now ever is not. It's not longer than the horse race. That's, that's true. Gonna... That was our best <laughs> intro. But it's not so much do I care about the NBA season so much as I will now be looking at the. What does this look like? Yeah. Not the NBA, not this. If there's going to be a schedule, if there won't be a schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at shit. What if this expands? They just got. I mean, if this is right, they'd already talked about it. The NBA players were already talking about. It. They were fret, they were because this is weekly now. Shooting black people and having to go out there and put a shirt on. Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. George Floyd, Tamir Rice. I mean, we can go on and on and on. They, they've reached their breaking point as athletes, I guess. They just canceled a, a, one of the top sports in the world. I mean, a billion dollars in China alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably make more in China. This is a huge deal for American money making. But I'm just saying, my it's a major is, cancellation that I wonder bleeds into what. I guess my question is, much to your point, that that alt right Trump supporting 35 percent. Don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. No, don't. So give at a the shit. end of the day, what does this cancel? The 65 percent. Who? The 65 percent. It's never gonna. You're never gonna win that 65 that's out there to be won. But what you can do is make every – you can say to the other athletes, like, look, we know we just cost ourselves game checks. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys don't make a lot of money. I guess to what 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 does this do? What does this accomplish? Listen to me. It gal, it's galvanization, mm-hmm. right? If an entire league of super millionaires and some just not great millionaires but probably millionaires because the salaries in the NBA are absurd. That's why they can probably afford to do this. Mm-hmm. Some of your baseball players couldn't. They would have to turn to – some kind of union outside of their actual union to say, yeah. hey, we're willing to come along in this. If you're if you're willing that we shut down the baseball season to join in solidarity with our NBA brotherhood, mm-hmm. we're I'm happy to do that. But I'm 20. <laughs> I don't have a contract. Yeah. I got I'm a signing need- bonus. It was like 27,000. That's long gone. Uh, I'm going to need like 55k. If you want to get one of the two players that are the highest paid and have a, a higher GPD per capita. And listen, true story. If you combine Mookie Betts and Mike Trout's salary, and mm-hmm. I'm in favor of the money they got. They mm-hmm. fucking got paid what someone was willing to pay them, and no one on America, whether you're a teacher or not, I like teachers. Why can't I get paid? Well, you didn't choose to play baseball. You're not good at it. And you don't, you don't generate money like they do. I'm sorry, teaching doesn't generate money, but it just doesn't. What happened? Something matter? No. I can't ignore that. I know, but um, you know, teach if you. But if you took the combined salary of the top two players in the country mm-hmm. in baseball, it's a higher GPD or gross to GDP mm-hmm. than like a lot of countries you've heard of. Right. So I would say to our to, to the people that would push this, and ultimately your big stars so would have to push it. <laughs> only only in the sense that you're, yeah. you're asking guys that can't afford right. to make this decision. They want to make this decision. Yeah. If they, if they do or if they don't, because there's plenty of racists in baseball too. But right. if if you have enough, say let the scrubs play, fine. But the major league baseball is not. It's not like the olden days mm-hmm. where the NBA or the, remember you might know the NFL goes on strike and they bring in scabs. 
guys yeah, that didn't make the, the replacements. league. Fucking never happening. Yeah. You can bring in some guys, but again, no I, one's fucking watching. I guess, again, I guess my So it's about galvanization. Is, if you get a league to cancel their premier playoffs, they're not canceling right. a season here. They're, they're already into the playoffs. They're, they're winning games, losing games. My question is, if you, if you protest and end something and it hurts your, op, your political opponent, or your social opponent, I understand. If you protest and end something and it does absolutely nothing to your social opponent. I don't think people get to make that judgment call. What, I don't what, think you don't protest. Listen, I, this sounds, this will, this you're is where. You're off your fan base. It's no, probably no. not. I hear what you're saying, but right, here, so here's where I land on Here's where I land on this. I don't give a fuck. If you're, if, if either you protest because you believe the thing or you fucking don't. Yeah. I think a lot of these guys are just saying enough is a fucking enough and it, because they're black. Yeah. And now the question is going to become when you're 80 to 82% black NFL squadrons decide, you know what? I'm not going to play. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can do that. Yeah. So they'll have some players that'll play. But, but as white sports but pretty soon. At, that's my point. And it's not going to be good. And I'm just saying, and it's not about the sports being played. Mm. It's just, this is a big deal whether you like the NBA or not. This is yeah. going to be on the front page of every fucking sporting and or regular newspaper tomorrow. Oh, I can already hear Rush tomorrow calling them entitled, spoiled. Yeah, of course. But then when that happens, right, gonna it's going to be racial. Yeah. But it, what when it bleeds over into football, which drives American business, not mm. American. It drives American fucking culture. Oh, yeah. There's beer involved. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Chicken wings. It, it drives. When, okay, what happens then when your athletes are saying, I'm good, man. I'll retire. Fuck it. Whatever, how old am I? 27? And what was my contract? I don't I need got? the brain damage anyways. I'm, I'm going to tap out. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. When they start doing the math on and this. And then, much like unions They're the last. scabs, if they all bail and you got this fresh young crop, like, well, we want to play. Like, are you really going to go do that right now? After we all just quit and protest, are you really like it's like a fucking like union? Like, are you really gonna pick They'll, up the mantle right the, now? The, the, but they won't generate. And then Dan McMahon will come in. Here's the thing. None yeah, of that. I got it. Right. XFL. It'll, Let's do it'll, it it'll, of course. Time. Nothing. It, nothing we do. It really ever ends, right? So yeah. it would. So there would be. That's what I'm saying, though. It'll be a sports vacuum. This is what makes this interesting. Is mm. what ripple comes out of it. Yeah. That's what makes this fucking interesting because I want to see. What baseball does, what football well, does. I can just say from a personal point, since I just recently discovered it, so long as golf courses stay open, it can all go away. I won't really give a uh, fuck. Yeah. I'm sure it will, <laughs> we'll all be just fine. <laughs> there you go, WFCK. <laughs> hey, this intro's been 19 minutes long. Enjoy the three hour Jeez. episode. Uh, I'm about to pee on myself. Yeah, that's a big one. Bye. Bye. I wonder, I wonder how many, fuck what fuck. percentage of our six listeners believe that was all bullshit and that we didn't actually record. Well, I didn't put anything out last week. I didn't mm. even put out that bullshit four minutes we did because it was real Kristen tit heavy, which didn't have any context <laughs> given the fact that we lost the hour and 40. So I just decided to erase it. <laughs> but It couldn't have been that tit. Was, what happened? It, it was oh, she popped up on the yeah, screen again. Basically four minutes of you ta- doing the first four minutes from the actual recording there have been plenty of instances in the past of this podcast where especially in the early days where we recorded like a dog shit episode 
or too racy of an episode mm. or too revealing of an episode, which we obviously eventually would get over. Um, mm. But and then we would decide to call it off and not release it, and we would blame it on something technical. Last week, we literally sat in here for an hour and 41 minutes. It was a long one. Recorded a decent podcast. And then because my phone, which is only a 40 or a 64 gigabyte phone and was running at 62 gigs, it didn't have anywhere to save the file. Mm. And so it just froze. I was pretty, I was. And then kicked it. I felt really confident. I got to Kroger afterwards. Not mad per se, but certainly like, I had a good time talking, I guess. Mm. Tried to find the silver lining in these things when something like that happens. It's kind of like, well, I had a nice conversation with my cousin, I guess. There could be worse things, <laughs> you know? Yeah. When I got to Kroger and uh, totally lost my train of thought here. Well, I will say this. Something that heavy? We, huh? No. Something that we need to be in the habit of is stopping every half hour or 40 I saw minutes. the two missed calls. Oh, you saw my missed calls, and you I saw the missed calls. Well, and and when I had left, I I I kind of convinced myself that, like some of the other occasions where this has happened before, that it would just kind of magically right pop in. But alas, here we are. I feel like there's pressure on this one too, because there was content on there that was probably pretty good. Well, but, the handicapped guy, you know, golfing from a wheelchair was pretty funny, but yeah. I don't I don't know how to recapture you that. You can't. And there they're going to be like, what? <laughs> and there was a lot of wrestling at the beginning. The handicap guy, we were saying it's a paraplegic. He was a paraplegic. Quadriplegic. Quadriplegic. And he had one of those chairs chair. that has the mechanical arm. Well, we and we wouldn't a, want to play with that We guy. were doing a character where he's a dick. Basically. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> I would be too. It doesn't, and the thing is, it wouldn't matter where I, more the, uh, the lost legs and arms had gone. If it, it could have been, and the scenario we were discussing, now it's coming back. Let's go ahead and just denigrate the, <laughs> our, our veterans again. The ones I was talking about was like the guy, you know, might have lost, you know, arms and legs in a convoy in Afghanistan. And like, mm-hmm. you know, here he is 15 years later and he's got this very specially designed chair. And, and part of the chair is like a mechanical arm that hey, can Terry, actually. Put more zinc on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this drive, you guys. <laughs> and the whole time, you know, it's just. <laughs> Perfect ball strike. Hey, I'm gonna put a little draw on this one. Watch this. He can manipulate it, and all the guys that are playing are like, man, that's fucking bullshit. Hey, give me a sip of my beer. <laughs> Someone like this bone? Oh, the best joke from last week was, hey, we're ending up the Korean parlor after this, right? And no, no, you guys are gonna jerk me off. <laughs> that was the best. And we did it, and we didn't, and we didn't have to. To get too off color with the military folks, no. make us think like we're making fun of you because we're just—it was a—it <laughs> would be tough to play with that person. Yeah, because you feel both a, a terrible mix of—I of, don't know if guilt's the right word, but it's like when you stare at anyone that has a, an arm off. Right. To use, to use the British parlance, <laughs> walk walk through the store one day. My daughter's gonna be—you know—because you know how kids are. They're brutally honest. They're gonna look at that person because that person is missing an arm. Yeah, I remember as a kid. We yeah, there's no filter. Any deformity drew, draws your eyes, and, oh, it, yeah. and it's only curiosity at that age. Unless you're or like fear. Fear is definitely there's, there was a time when I think it was Kristen took Adelaide to like one of these indoor playgrounds, and there was a little you've, boy. You've told this. Yeah, on the he, his eyes his eyes were like bugging yeah. out of the sockets to the point where they jiggled. Yeah, and Adelaide just could not. handle I it. I couldn't handle that. 
<laughs> she just came running up, screaming I'm get, and crying. I, 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 I'm getting nervous with each touch fear. of the phone here. Well, I explained when you got here, I did a full reset of the phone. So something that I had put in the settings forever ago kept the screen up mm-hmm. the whole time we recorded. And now, like every 30 seconds, it's wanting to dim and go black. You, you Is your battery mode on? Yeah. Yeah, you have to turn that off. Otherwise, it's going to continuously fade to black. Oh, well, we'll have to stop the recording to do that. Oh, man, technical <laughs> problems of the poor person's podcast that this is. It's about time that we... Just got you know, microphones. You know what? If we're just getting side hustle money, that's what you're actually working for years. Mine comes from the federal government. Then we should probably talk about getting, getting two mics, independent microphones. Like with some arms that clamp onto the table. Well, we wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> Not that I don't like the cat box. But we wouldn't have to do that. And if you look at it objectively, this is a its a very ingenious way to do this. If you're going to do a poor person's podcast, we've at least gone the, oh, yeah. the extra mile to create what we've affectionately called the cat box for a couple of years. But this is the it t-shirt. works. This, this, is, this, this is, is the t-shirt. t-shirt. It's, a, it's a hollow cube with egg crates <laughs> on the inside, and it says TPTO in the middle. This is... And we'll With your in, phone and mic yeah, set and up. We'll, yeah. we'll include the crumpled oh, newspaper. That it, keeps it, that keeps it somewhat from, squared. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like we're in a fucking Dr. Seuss book. We're in a diamond, a cat diamond. Yeah. But, no, yeah, this, I mean, this makes the sound Back quality, to deformities. This makes um, the sound quality better <laughs> than, like, even fucking, like, Kyle and Dave's podcast. <laughs> they, yeah, theirs actually doesn't sound very good. It's because they don't really make They'll try. the effort That's to it. do good. Theirs audience. is a lack of... Of try. This Ours is a bit, lack of funds. This tiny bit of small-brained engineering mm-hmm. is what makes our one microphone on a phone podcast sound halfway decent. Well, we were talking about golf. Well, actually, we were. I, I was saying something about deformities, but I guess we can leave it alone. It's a, it doesn't need to go down that route today. We were talking about golf, though. I uh, I rewatched the video. Of the Shell 1963 playoff the between one Sam Snead and uh, a very young Jack Nicholas. Yeah. It's a fun video. It is. And I, we talked about it. And I, <laughs> that was about as hard as I've laughed on a text thread in a long time. Just picturing the things we were saying coming well, out let's of Gene's let's, let's Let's paint <laughs> Gene Sarazen. Yeah, poor Gene. In, in our scenario, Gene's a... I'll I mean, tell you, back in my day. Well, let's, let's paint the picture. So... Go on YouTube if you want. You can follow along. We should just do that yeah. as the video. But there is, uh, and I remember these. The shell, shell kind of was a, you know, they've been polluting the earth for as long as they've been a thing. But they've really been great at uh, the TV broadcast of the shell match play and the shell Valero or not Valero Open. They have a one in Texas that's their own. Shell just has a big name in the world of golf. Still? Still. Okay. And these one-on-one contests on television, particularly in 1963, it's kind of important to remember that. This yeah. is just not an everyday thing. And to see these, these these timers going out and hitting as we're watching now, and to see what they've done to remaster it. Yeah. To give it, because it was in color, but they've certainly uh, slowed it down, made it pretty, added the color to get a good look at Pebble Beach in 1963. I like that you see the old course when it wasn't so great, when they're right. talking about that par three. And that's the other thing to keep a look at here when they're playing. The fairways and greens are immaculate. Yeah. But outside of that, it kind of doesn't look good. It just plays off the natural landscape, right? But it's not very good looking. So I'm watching this thing you sent, and I see why you like it. 
Could Jack Nicholas bend over any farther to putt? No, I, I don't. I think this must have changed. I've seen him putt later in life he's when he doesn't look like a fucking hermit. He's literally bent at a ninety degree angle. He creates over his a ninety putter. degree angle yeah. over the putter. It, it's almost like he creates the cat box right here where he. Give me my putter. The uh, the thirty five inch or the twenty two <laughs> inch? The twenty two. I'm going to really bend over on this one. Yeah. But I, you know, famous for using a child so, sweater. Sam you know, Snead, Cary Grant lookalike. <laughs> you sent this to me, and I was driving, and uh, I watched a little bit of it uh, when I stopped where I was going. But I was like, "This is going to be much fun, more fun to watch on my on my big screen." So I waited till I got home, which wasn't much longer. And then I'm watching it, and I text you because you know the entire time I'm watching it, there's this overarching theme in my head that I'm not addressing because I'm having a conversation with myself, but mm-hmm. it's constantly there amongst the good yeah. golf and the great clothes and yeah. the beautiful environment. And the fact that this people have taken the time to remaster this and you and got Gene in, Saracen calling the action. They also left in the modern for whenever this was made, Jack Nicholas um, uh, commentary. Like Which later he, on, it wasn't much. Right, they but they still they left a grand the, uh, total of thirty seconds. Yeah. but they left that in of him talking about the match contemporarily. Now, uh, there's dogs running on the course. Mm-hmm. There's and there's thought. And there's just uniformed soldiers that keep popping in. They're in the gallery watching too. And I'm having the thought. Okay, I was like, when was this made? Was this pre Kennedy assassination in '63 or post? Because we know it was in '63. I didn't mm-hmm. look it up. And. I was every guy I saw in uniform. I was like probably dead within five years. Like you, and then, so I, I'm thinking all this, and I text you, and I don't remember exactly what I said. But like this is pretty great, but I have to say, <laughs> I keep looking in the gallery, <laughs> and that was the overarching thing I, I was coming back to. I was, I'm looking at the gallery of people that were allowed to watch this match. What would you say? A couple hundred at best. Not a lot of people. Maybe seventy five. Yeah, maybe a hundred. Yeah. And every one of them might be a great person. I'm just saying this differently to try to highlight ultimately what the... That, but statistically... But statistically, <laughs> there was a lot of hot, hot racists. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just Oh, for sure. You just looked at them and you just knew that, like, you know, not that long later. I don't remember exactly when later. Call it really about 30 years, a little bit more. Some of those people were alive, and they were the ones that were just giving Tiger Woods the business. You know, don't belong on this course. When he was playing at Stanford, would show up and pick it. I mean, like, wow, are you that? You know what I'm saying? You you just see it. Gene, if you are you familiar with this new colored boy coming out of coming out to the game? Yeah, well, I see. I hear he's got a pretty good downswing. We're on the 16th, and here comes old Colored Jim. He's the the club caddy. Poor <laughs> Tiger Woods and all of like twenty year old twenty year old, year old walking out on the course, like, hey boy, grab my bag. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Gene, he's he's competing. <laughs> For oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know they let darkies out here. Gene, 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 Gene. Come on, it's, you're wearing the knickers. You know, you're wearing the golf pants. Those knickers with a CK. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it. it works in the bit. The bit. It works the in the bit. bit but uh, careful. No, but I've noticed, I've watched a handful of these Shell's Wonderful World of Golf from this era now, and Gene's always there, mm-hmm. and he's always wearing a suit, and then they pan out, and he's wearing knickers. Mm. Like knee-high socks, 
pants that are cinched at the knee. It's like, hey, there he is, right there. He's like a fucking Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> I'm going back and looking at, <laughs> looking at this conversation. <laughs> well, I like to ask, I look at the gallery and I see so many racists. That's all I said. Yeah. And then you've said, ha, 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 me too. And I know that when you type out, ha, 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 you, you might actually be chuckling. Yeah. And I just just generally shitty people in that gallery. I, I, I don't have any proof of it, like I said. Well, and as I was typing shitty people, you were also typing shitty I, people. I, I did. I and mean, you yeah. said so many shitty human garbage being, gar- human beings around that fringe. Uh, and we, we were talking about it, and I said, because I literally had the yeah, boys. Like, we're, we're watching it now, like if... if I'll come. I'll come back here just to this this moment. Like, uh, oh, of course, <laughs> these people around the fringe. Like, you know, for a certainty that a handful of them are like, listen, I don't mind if they have a water fountain. I just want them to have their own water fountain. <laughs> like, like just pick one. This guy right here in the glasses that you can't see behind Gene. He's a he's a simple oh. water fountain guy. Oh, for sure. Statistically. <laughs> Well, I just like that we rolled it into the commentary yeah. as if it would be normal. Like you, you said, I was out. Well, it's because this is Saracen doesn't have the voice, but the guy, other guy, the actual the, the, MC of yeah. this shell operation has that great 1960s pipes. Yeah. And I was reading your text and because you were quoting it, so I had to. <laughs> but not quoting him, but right. putting it in quote. Right. And you, <laughs> I was out walking the grounds yesterday, and a color boy was out putting on the 16th hole. You don't see that every day. <laughs> and it just it just hammered that point yeah. home. You know, and people out there, like, maybe they hadn't been to California, right? This yeah. is their trip, and they get to see this this match play. They, I'm not sure I love California, hon. They had a darkie shining my clubs this morning. <laughs> you know, and it, you can just see it. Yeah. It oozes yeah. whiteness here. Yeah. Well, and I think golf then, right, there. this was an area where whiteness... Fucking dug in. Yeah, and I don't. I, it's weird. And of course, we're talking about race now, but it's only in the sense that you really can't disengage golf from race. Well, and we are talking about golf, which maybe up until the last twenty years has kind of been uh, a leisure sport for the elite. Yeah, because who else could fucking afford it? I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's brought up. There's a there's a guy who's just a whole brand and company I, I love. He's got great videos called Random Golf Club. Um, and he just said on a podcast the other day, he said, this is the only sport where you have to pay every time you go play it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's also the only sport where you don't practice on the surface that you play on. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like, there's municipal courses where anybody of any race or age can go pay 30 bucks to play 18 holes. But, like, the really pretty courses, these are private. Yeah. You got to be a member. And to be a member, you got to be mean, a fucking senator. You, can pl- you and I could go play Pebble Beach right now. We could, yeah. It's not. It's not like but Augusta it's the, Private. It's the round costs what you're trying to pay for golf clubs right now. Mm, mm. Five hundred dollars at least to play eighteen. <clears throat> you can play a lot case. of premier clubs. That's not I, the case played. with Augusta, though, right? Augusta's pretty. No, you have to be invited yeah. or a member. Yeah. Invited by a member. Yeah. But that's. I mean, very. I mean, that's a very specific course. But you can play. I've played TPC events and then had the fun of watching majors. Mm-hmm. happen on them. The TPC Sawgrass is an amazingly beautiful course. Here he but is, super bent over. One, yeah, it doesn't, I don't, ha, I mean, did he get scoliosis later or does he deal with the <laughs> ravages of it now? You his head from this angle. I honestly didn't think that was Jack when this started. I was like, is that, who's putting for Jack Nicholas right now? <laughs> um, 
But yeah, you, you just it just oozed it. And rather than just being like, oh, that's right. I just thought it was hilarious to add the commentary ourselves. You know, like to, well, to like, think of that crowd. Because, I mean, honestly, Tiger Woods won, won the Masters in 97 in a fashion that had never been seen. Total domination at the game's most prestigious tournament. And every, every year the winner comes back the next year and they arrange the menu. Do you know this, right? You, for the Masters dinner that comes next year. No, I didn't the previous know year's winner, amongst other responsibilities, he is in charge for the third, uh, Wednesday night group. Like the, all the players have dinner, mm. big old gala, right? They dress up, and the previous year's winner plans the menu. So in the past, you know, who knows? It's a lot of steaks, a lot of lobsters, yada, mm. normal shit. And then you might have someone colorful win. Country boy might serve steak and country fried steak and all the veggies and all that shit the next year. And that's just how it rolls. Let's do prawns this year. So this is a true story. Tiger wins in 97. Mm-hmm. Blows it out of the field. And they're talking to one of these one of these guys. Yeah. One of the guys that was probably, if not in the audience, he was actually a player on tour named Fuzzy Zeller. Mm. And so they got a mic in front of this guy. Just watch this however young kid blow the doors off the Masters. Right. And rather than talk about the most amazing golf that man had ever seen, because there's no way that he had ever seen golf like that over a four-day period, rather than talk about that, rather than talk about the progress of golf, the man's comment that he's forever known for was saying, I guess we're having chicken and watermelon at next year's dinner. (laughs) You can go and Google that. That's yeah. not a that's not a laugh man story. <laughs> it got a bunch of news in '97. Yeah, we didn't have the news cycle like we have today. Right, and and it kind of stuck around. And Fuzzy took his hits, but nowadays people don't remember that shit. We didn't have the internet, really. Not really. We did. Al Gore was the only one allowed to use we're it. We're not connect. We weren't connected in 1997 like we are. When today. Al Gore, that was around the time he was probably thinking about QAnon, but he hadn't really pushed the idea yet. Ooh, that's QAnon. what I think. That's I think Al Gore. That's the other thing we lost last week is all the Q We lost the Q? Talks. We had Q before that, though. Yeah, we, we had the Q explanation we Q video. We Q now Q is, I mean, another week, another round of growth. And it's only going to get bigger because I'm not sure if you've still... Ch- you know, with you and Leah, the great similarity you two has, I feel like... Not that I have to get it out of you, but y'all don't watch the news, which mm-hmm. I both applaud mm-hmm. and judge you for. Not because... It's just, why not have an inkling of what's going on. No? Have you no. not followed the last day at the very least? Are you, are you at least aware of what's there's happening a, in this country right now? There's a hurricane coming. There is that. I know that. And it looks pretty fucking severe. Yeah. I'm glad I'm this far inland. Yeah. I'm glad I chose not to live below sea levels well, but that's not really <laughs> neither here nor there. I'm saying have you not seen this stuff in Kenosha? Oh, yeah, the militia kid that killed somebody. Or they arrested people. him for murder yeah. this afternoon. Yeah. But they have that shit on video. Today I watched... A boogaloo cop, probably not really cop, or a boogaloo boy, certainly mm-hmm. aspiring. Yeah. But one of these cop lovers, apparently his Facebook page is rife with Blue Lives boot Matter and boot, is, is, bootlickers. Is, is, He's a fascist. Uh, yeah, this guy's a fascist. Yeah. Uh, charged with murder. Mm-hmm. I watched those videos. Right? He, yeah, and then he fled to his Illinois. He went home. Mm-hmm. So now he's, that's going to be double problem. But here, it, none of this is going to matter. Because all it's, the real thing that will matter here is that on 4chan and 8chan and the, all the cues and all the boos and all the bugaloos, yeah. kid's a hero. They're already doing it. Yeah. Kid's a hero. He grew a set of balls today. There's a young patriot. Right. He killed two protesters. He, he killed two protesters and shot a third. Mm-hmm. And he killed the two, at least the one I believe I watched a man executed, was fighting because he was trying to stop. Apparently the kid shot someone. These mm-hmm. other two dudes 
run him down, get him on the ground. But some in the melee, they kind of get separated. He has enough time to raise his rifle, right, at, with his baby dick and shoot the dude in the head. Which I believe this guy dies, and they right. all watch him die. But I watched that this morning. That's what I did when I wasn't. I went out for a hike. I'm having a wonderful this is time. Why I tell this is why I said a few weeks ago, if I was the mayor of Portland, I would just it's fucking on. Like if you see these people, my police just shoot them. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a if I was a, but it oh, if if Antifa or any of the but it left movements had a had a figurehead and a leader, the like, arm up, shoot back at these retards. Well, it's not happening now. <laughs> I understand your point, and I understand that that'd be nice. Like I'm not to I'm have not for you turning the other having you in a position of power anymore. But now, but listen, the, if you the, there's already videos of this guy after the shooting, the cops run in, mm-hmm. and he's like telling them to go. They're over there. He's got his hands up. Mm-hmm. At one point, he's with officers. Either I think it's before the shooting, and they're thanking him for being there. They fist bumped him. They, there's all these instances where they're not stopping the hard right mm-hmm. because that's their friends, right? Because honestly, they're ghost skins, and they've never really been police officers in the true sense of the word. They've been right. inserted. It goes and, both ways. And they were playing golf at Pebble Beach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. It's just one from this to that. It's oh. this is more enjoyable. This. Hold on. Do you don't have to do anything? No. We'll hey, have... just real quick. I accidentally called you. Not. Uh, if it doesn't, All right, we're back. It's a show. But, but yeah, my 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 whole point is watching Cary Grant lookalike Sam Sam Snead play golf against 23 year old Jack Nicholas. Amongst a crowd of racists. Amongst a crowd of uh, 60 40 racists. <laughs> Is way more. Is a way better way to pass the time than to watch a seventeen-year-old. I'm not asking you murder protesters. I'm never asking. I don't even watch the video. This is all in response to another black dude getting gunned down. This time, shot in the back. I mean, we can go on and on with this. Now they're. I mean, but you know the funny thing. The other funny thing when they said Kenosha. The first thing that pops in my head was like the only thing that thing's famous for was their All American Girls Baseball Team. Remember League of Their Own. Yeah, they had four teams. Is that Kenosha? Kenosha, South Bend, Racine, and um, <clears throat> shit, Rockford. Hello, the Peaches. Mm-hmm. Those were the four teams. I was like, so they Kenosha went from a All American Girls Baseball team to murdering black people, and now they're murdering all kinds of people. In the well, street. see, when I hear Kenosha, I think of John Candy from Home Alone. Yeah, Kenosha, Kenosha Kickers. Kickers. Yeah. That's a good point. I'd forgotten about the <laughs> Kenosha Kickers. See, I, that's better news. We should do. There's a meme there. <laughs> You know, you might know me from the Kenosha Kickers. Poka, poka, poka. <laughs> no? Poka no. twist? Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> we, had a lot of, we had a lot of album sales. There would be a big and The world would... What, let me ask you this. It's not really a... Hyp- I guess it is a, ultimately a hypothetical, but... What, what dead celebrity that could potentially be alive, so that restricts you, obviously. You don't understand what I'm saying? This but person could... They, they couldn't age out. Right, I, yeah. uh, like Chris up, Farley up, could still be alive. Up to yeah, I'll give you up to eighty, but yes, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like Charlie well, Chaplin's out. Ow, yeah, hard, hard out. Which dead celebrity within that range would make the world a better place right now? John Candy's at the top of the it's list. It's got to be there for me. For sure. I don't know what he looked like. You would assume he would have lost weight. He would have gone through that early 2000 Atkins. Yeah, you would have hoped that he would have gotten the belly band surgery at some point. Ow. 
I don't think he would have. I just think he yeah, he would have yeah. tried to get it under some control. Well, and that would have been the attempt. But much like most of the belly band people, they stay thin for a while and then they stretch their new small stomach out. Is that then, how that works? Yeah, I mean, eventually, like Al Roker is not as slim as he was initially. That was that. You know what I mean? Al Roker was actually made a case to not do that surgery. Right, like he. Some of these people get that Al surgery. Sharpton, Al Sharpton not looks look terrible. It's like a vampire now. It's like <sighs> Sharpton's some, bad. Some people just need a little bit of weight, especially like They're, Sharpton like needed it under the jaw because now he's got this like gobbler and it's just like, this, oh, this, like this you need to put a, just 10 pounds back into your neck, dude. True story here. When I was working at the car shop, there was a woman that brought in her car with regularity and she was lovely. I would put her in her mid mid forties, at worst early fifties, but she was stunning, and she mm. was tall, and she looked like she could be doing a broadcast. Stunning in the sense that she was actually beautiful, and she looked like someone that would be doing a broadcast. Come on, open this because there's not really anybody. You're good. You're, you, like uh, a lot of times, people ask me for a an example, and I'd say the only one I could think of it won't matter. Do there used to be a newswoman here in Atlanta on CBS named Dagmar Midcap? You might Ooh, remember I her. Remember Dagmar. You remember her from the regular guy's yeah. fascination with yeah. Dagmar Midcap. I've actually followed Dagmar, not like a, a weird person, but she's still working. I'm glad to know she's happy post all that terrible stuff that she went through. But Brent, she looked like Dagmar Midcap, and but older. There's Dagmar. Yeah, she looked like that, but older. So mm-hmm. add like. You know, not as slim. She always wore nice dresses it's when she came in. Dagmar yeah, Dagmar. Dagmar's, Dagmar's really went out west coast and went Dagmar on us. Mm. Um, and it, for those listening, do a quick Google search and tell me Dagmar. And it's a weird name. It's I don't remember where she's from, but Dagmar Midcat might be the most. Uh, she's on my top five, maybe my top three. This and this is a person that no one some, uh, choker and some braces. <sighs> Put braces on that. I'd come in my pants right now. <laughs> It'd be one of those instances where you don't even no, get no, a no, chance no, no, to no, masturbate. Not Sam Sneed. Uh, no, no, no. Not the Knickers <laughs> with the CK. Um, not the CK Knickers. Not the CK Knickers. Um, <laughs> the title of the episode. Well, maybe. Um, but yeah, Dagmar, she looked like that. So yeah. I was always so... I flirted with this woman even though I'm 22, 23 with that job. And no, really, prospects right. much to you're speak o- of. You're hoping for some older, s- but a lot of weird things had happened at that car shop. Some of which I've discussed on here. Mom and jobs were a regular thing for you. Not there was no moms there. Well, wait, that's not true. <laughs> I actually sometimes I find myself saying that, thinking I'm trying to be funny. I am not. I'll forget yeah. about. I'm certain just instances. saying it's not as though a, it was foreign to you to have an older woman. No, no, but this one seemed no, no, but this one. See, I worked in Conyers. Mm-hmm. So getting blowjobs from some moms out there was common. That's not – and it, it's not It's not even a thing. Like it's got – not that I'm a baller. I'm not. I'm just right. saying that in the, the, the region of Conyers, Conyers, it was not something yeah. I bragged about for several reasons. One, they were never pretty. It was never a glorious <laughs> thing to behold. It was a yeah. nice thing to feel. Two – it's Conyers. Yeah. So even if you try to spin the story yeah, now, now, and now, say like, oh, she, she was – no, listen, listen, listen. She was Conyers hot, bro. Conyers hot. Yeah, see, now I'm just picturing like a scenario where you're getting a Hummer from a 50-year-old like eating corn nuts, drinking sun No, come and, on. And- <laughs> come on. My standards – there is a depth to my shallowness. Okay. Because okay. I, I'm not a guy – they were never the worst Conyers. There's mm-hmm. levels here. Okay. So and like, if you're from Conyers, please do subscribe. So, like, what's your number one to ten in Conyers versus your number one to ten in Atlanta? Oh, like, what are you in a, in the Atlanta mom blowjob scene? I don't have the experience. 
for one. <laughs> not as not as much as, as far as moms in Atlanta. <laughs> I could speak to an Atlanta yeah. swing, yeah. but it would be more in my age group, and those yeah. are always kind of hit or miss. Sure. Um, this is good pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she let me let me just get back to first. She was fucking lovely, and like I said, do the Google search. She looked like a ten to fifteen year older version of that of Dagmar. And but I remember thinking that she was tall, she was very beautiful, but she had broad shoulders and mm. she had like thick and big shoulders. No, no, no. And she had, but and she wore very similar dresses. You could tell that these were dresses. This is what I would not have known then that I do know now. Mm. Is that the dresses are often nothing to do with what they look like. That's an after. That's a that's a, a lucky good thing if if the color matches just right with the form. What mm. does this dress do to you? Mm. Right, you understand what I'm saying? How does it take some of those things that aren't so great, right, and emphasize, emphasize, it's an, it's an yeah, emphasize the butt, take yeah. away the side side boob, you know, mm. all those things. You kind of want some side boob. Listen, fuck, man. I'm just of course that's nice, but these the point is the dresses were doing this work for her that I didn't think about then. Okay. One day, two years into knowing this woman, mm. she's always been very nice, bordering on flirtatious, but, you know, older lady, me, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, one day she was like, you know, we should just go get some lunch one day. And, okay, this is where it gets bad, because <laughs> this is why I'm glad Leah doesn't listen. I was like, that sounds great. What do you want to do? Was, the first thought I was thinking was, I need to go wash my balls. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's kind of, yeah. But that's where my mind was in Conyers. My thing was like, oh, this could mean like those other times yeah. in Conyers where it's just like, we should do this and that, which it was always just, we'll go somewhere and that, mm-hmm. suck your dick or whatever. Yeah. So I remember thinking, yeah, that'd be great. But saying in my brain, I need to wash my balls because, I mean, it's a car shop. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it because it was like, that's where my brain was. I'm just right. wrapping that up. So we go to this lunch at this place called Sunny's Barbecue. Yeah. Having a nice conversation. I was like, what is this? The whole time in my stupid, dumbass young mind, I'm like, is this <laughs> And she gets talking about her life. And I was like, this is getting real personal. Mm. So I was like, maybe this is a date. I was like, this is all building towards something, right? And Hopefully a blowjob in a car. That's all I was, not a car. I was hoping for more. It's clearly a successful woman with a house somewhat nearby. I was that. I'm, I'm literally thinking all this dumb, fueled by cum. I mean, just only running yeah. on cum at this point, and whatever barbecue I ingested, thinking sure. this is going to be great. And now you're just looking at Dagmar, which makes it better. <laughs> so then the conversation rolls in. She she makes some really vague comment about weight loss, and I said uh, I, I don't remember why that stuck out to me. You know, I don't remember why. The, that conversation was even happening. But she mentioned it, and, and we circled back to it. And I was like, what did you mean by that? She said, oh, well, I mean, I went from 420 pounds to this. And I said, well, <laughs> and then the whole truth unfolded mm. that she's one of these women that she showed me this picture. Mm. And I was like, I mean, I was running on cum up to that point, but it depleted, not in a good way. This mm-hmm. was not an, a, a release. This was like, holy fucking shit. You really were one of those people mm-hmm. that dudes look at and were like, you know, if she lost like, in this case, 300 pounds, <laughs> she's, she, got she's got a pretty face. She's got a pretty face. She's like that girl I, that threw, I threw up on. Very pretty face, yeah. but <laughs> busted with the fatness. Mm. It, 
my mind instantly went from all the Dagmar comparisons, all the things that I was wanting to do with this woman, <clears throat> to thinking about what happens when those dresses come off. Well, yeah, because I had seen yeah, the videos, I'd seen the pictures of uh, the years and processes it takes to remove all that skin. skin and how it you can't. Yeah. You never can actually 100% remove all that excess skin. And then my brain skin. starts working through all the processes that I had never tied together before about her shoulders are huge and she's got like kind of flabby arms to have such a nice looking body. And then her ass is so fat, but like it seemed like those dresses. And then I just knew the wear. minute that, yeah, the minute yeah. that shit came out of that single style dress that mm. she focused on lots of colors, yeah, but single style dress. <clears throat> Probably with some shapewear underneath too. Oh my God. Some, it was like, the, if you get anti-boner from, I mean, I didn't understand it because I was like, this woman's beautiful. I really shouldn't care. Just keep your dress on. Keep the dress on, but which I got, might have walked her through. Yeah, but it was like, oh. But you got the blowjob anyways. No, I wish I could end the story. Like that. <laughs> but it just kind of turns out very, she just wanted to have lunch. Would like have been I, a very I Dennis ending to the to that whole story. Like, oh, yeah, I still had sex with her. Yeah, no, I still, I still no, yeah, no, she still gave me. A blowjob. <laughs> I mean, we can go back and I can say that, but it wouldn't be the truth. And I value the truth with our seventeen listeners. Sure. Well, the number's growing. I hope so. But uh, don't know how we got on the Dagmar thing, but that was the one of the times in Conyers where I didn't get the BJ and just the thought. Because I have this – it's like a vision. What's that shit that like the uh, the firecracker that doesn't do anything but just expand? The snake. Oh, yeah. Remember that thing? Like yeah. piece of fucking – looks like charcoal and it just keeps getting bigger. Mm-hmm. That was what was rushing through my mind when I imagined that dress getting unzipped from the back. It was like this ever-present – it's almost like a lot of an alien was forming yeah. as the as the fucking zipper went yeah, down. Unless she had some some skin removal surgery, and, and I'm sure she did. She had a, to, have. and a boob lift. Yeah, she had to have yeah. have all those things. Because if you don't like, if you don't fix things like your boobs after that much weight loss, they're literally just going to be these these like empty bags with nipples yeah. on the end of the point, <laughs> like something out of a Far Side cartoon. <laughs> You know, uh, I've heard one woman after she had a bunch of kids. She used to have big voluptuous titties, and she t- she, she she goes on. She has these kids, and she's like, "These these things are just rocks and socks now." <laughs> That's what she said. I, I about died. I was like, "Rocks and socks." And mm-hmm. I, I looked at her husband. <laughs> he didn't, there was no affirmation. There was nothing. Just a, a blink and a turn away, as if he knows that that period of time that he mm-hmm. had with those, you know, s- spring break tits. Yeah. 22 years old and you know, just it's, it's funny fucking per- like even when she was on top of him yeah. they were dangling they were still eye Shapely. level and yeah. shape and you yeah. could she could bat them together yeah. and now he like throws them around her and they come around like a fucking what is, what's that thing old like people play at the beach no yeah. that game with the fucking volleyball tether ball it's like tits <laughs> he just throws around her and they yeah. zoom back and he gets to bat them around that way but it's miserable and it gets to I, you know <laughs> yeah that's relative he has to <laughs> no, I, I don't remember. So any. thank God for, for all that to say. Mm. I won't mention a certain pair of boobies because apparently we were heavy. Mm. But my wives are similar. So yeah. I don't have to worry about that kind of like well, monstrosity titty turning into a, right. you know, alti- almost a hindrance to a good sex life. Sure. I mean, like you said, if those things are just two saddlebags with a pair of nipples on the end... It's when the nipple starts pointing to the ground. To the ground. That's when it becomes an issue. So the issue then is like, well, my dick now points 
to the ground. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's entirely relative to titties, yeah. but we are visual people. Like yeah. tits are a part of the package. And if the tits are, I mean, I've had the problem because it's the old adage, they all look the same. No, they fucking don't. Yeah. I've seen some titties that literally turn me off. Not like that's a bad pair of titties. That that won't turn me off. I have on the internet. Everything I've ever seen in person has always been good. No, 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 no. I, I've been to my fair share of, of uh, I will say, substandard shoe shows. and Oh, at titty bars, yeah. I've seen, I have I've seen, seen some, some of the worst. I've seen rough, some of the... Like, the I er- just gave birth last week. That, and, yeah. I would say those are, those I can... I come to a shoe show with the expectation of seeing single mothers every time, whether or yeah. not they're just now having yeah. the baby or it's got four. But uh, the worst are often the early generation boob jobs. Yeah. The, the just bolt-ons. The ones. The Jesse Jane, uh, like, or, or the ones they went through, not the nipple, but the undercut. The um, yeah. There's three methods. Yeah, nipple, no. armpit, yeah. Now, arm, and armpit. And armpit seems to be the rage, which yeah. – but there's also above and below the muscle, yeah, which has an impact as well. Sure, I don't remember the Nip con- Tuck was a good show. Go ahead, that show grossed me out. Well, I couldn't watch it. It was I never watched. I saw enough of it to go to know. But I, I know it was a good show. I just don't like the the surgeries themselves. <clears throat> there was uh, at my at Kristen and my. What the fuck are we potting about anyway? Sorry, all all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at our at mine and Kristen's like bachelor and bachelor. It wasn't. It was a. The wedding shower, but it was a co-ed one that my parents' friends hosted. Oh, a co-ed shower. It wasn't. A, it was, well. It wasn't really a shower Just shower because they knew that we were shower. I wouldn't go to. Well, they knew that we weren't traditional, so it wasn't a, your typical wedding. It was basically a barbecue to celebrate that we were getting married, and some people brought us, you know, gifts and gift cards and shit. But at the party, they had set up like a newlywed game or something for us to play, and it was me and her versus. Like a couple that had been married for a long time, and then I think another couple that was relatively young. I don't remember the context of the question. I just remember that the joke between the older couple was that the the boobs weren't uh, weren't perky anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody kind of laughed because you're looking at the woman that the husband's talking about in reference to this question, and you can see like, yeah, they're those are saggy tits. Okay. Now. And I just remember my friend Louie, you know Louie, who did the uh, the Todd Gurley shirts with us. Santi. Yeah, yeah. Louis. He just yelled from the back of the room, Orangutitties! <laughs> and I wish I could remember the full context of why it came to that point. Because it was, everybody laughed and it was, and then it kind of like, there was sure. a lull. And then just Louie, Orangutitties! <laughs> Louie was fun. <laughs> I often thought about that guy. He's a... Uh... He was a fun guy to sell shirts with that day. It hurt him and uh, Elise. Yeah, Elise from Leon's, yeah. who's now, I think she does something medical now. She's a good upgrade. Doctor, nurse, something nice, like that. Nice, nice. Well, she was studying line, for Hopefully, she's she not getting COVID. But, you know. Not super in touch with either of them. I'm not, anymore. and just to be clear, I understand that there's a correlation between the metaphor or the you know proverbial your titties versus my balls. Those things are going at a very similar pace. Yeah. And I understand that by the time XYZ is 70, my balls will look 70. I, yeah. I get it. There's there's no part of this. Really, sex, all of this gets uglier Right, from but here. women don't enjoy balls the way men enjoy boobs. Well, let's not speak generally. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of Howard Stern as it pertains to all parts of the genitalia systems of all things. And there are people that are all about the balls. There's a ball kink out there. There's a ball there's a kink for everything, as yeah. you know, but there's certainly I I mean, but I'm certainly going to the fringes. Sure. I'm not I'm not contesting your point. I'm just saying some women but they're not are, even close to the yeah. the 
kind of where the I just have a boobs. hard time imagining that there's a woman out there who likes motorboating balls as much as like I like motorboating boobies. Uh, I've heard when I when I listen to a woman on on Stern talk about her addiction to semen. I knew that there was levels sure. that I didn't get, and, yeah. and, and I didn't want to get. There are sexual kinks and obsessions that I may not connect with but totally understand. And then there are some that I'm just, like, sounding. Sounding is one that you'll never be able to explain to me the appeal of. <clears throat> oh, this is good pod. <laughs> this is good, because I don't know what that is. There's a dominatrix that I first learned about. No, this no, no. From, sounding. Give it yeah, to me. well... I'm going to get there. Okay, okay. This dominatrix called this particular... She basically offered, like, packages, like, stuff she would do to you. You know, uh-huh. you get your basic dominatrix stuff, ball gags, you know, whips, dildos in the butt, your basic dominatrix type stuff. But then she also has... Is that the starter pack? <laughs> I'm asking legitimately <laughs> That's here. The That's the session. starter pack? I don't know. Anal she, penetration is already a part of the starter pack. I mean, I've seen some dominatrix porn before. Anal penetration is usually in there, for sure. Well, that's the porn. I'm yeah. wondering... <clears throat> you know, it takes a while to get to porn level. Continue. Well, we'll I come suppose back to the it. starter we'll, pack is just like blindfolds and whips. Th- there you go, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Kink starter pack, or whatever. <laughs> for the title of the episode. Dominatrix starter pack. Go ahead. She had a service. This I heard this on a podcast, or it mm-hmm. might have even been uh, like Vivid Radio when I still had Sirius. She had a service, uh, a package that she offered called The Sounds. And when she was asked, why do, you, why do you call it that? She says, oh, because when I do it to you, you will make sounds that you've never made before. And the sounds are different diameter metal rods that would get inserted down your pee hole. That's mess, Scott. It's over <laughs> shit. <laughs> Up to what? I don't know what the di- varying diameter is. Why was. is it called sounding? That's not... Because when she does it to you, you make lots and lots of sounds. <laughs> I've never had anything in my pee hole. At least not awake. I know they catheterize you when you have surgery. But you'll never explain to me the appeal of that. Like, you could explain... Wait a minute. Well, you have any kind of surgery? They put something in your dick hole? They catheterize you when you have surgery. What? If, if, they, didn't, if they didn't, you could pee all over yourself. Any right surgery? Yeah. If you go out... You're something. Now, hold on. I had my, I had some surgeries in my time. Call your hospital. If they don't do it in the middle of surgery, you could just start. What if, what if you're only place. out for a very short amount of time? How short? I know that when they did my my butthole <laughs> surgery, I was like an oh, hour. They catheterized you for that. I was on my stomach. They still do it. This is disconcerting. <laughs> no one tells me this. <laughs> wouldn't well, he, wouldn't you feel something? Do they take that out before they? Bring you yeah, back? They take it out before they bring you back. Well, why would they take? See, see there's a problem. After, hold on. After every surgery, don't they make you pee? I don't remember those. After every surgery I've ever had, before they'll let you leave the hospital, you have to pee. And so they, they do that to make sure you're not blood. To make sure that your your shit's functioning right. Because they've shoved because something they into your dick hole. Because they had a glass rod in your dick hole an hour ago. I don't think they did and that. It goes with me. into your bladder. It goes up there. Now get this. No, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't listen. If they didn't, let me just let me walk you through my premise here. When I when I the most recent going out surgery mm-hmm. was the removal of the polyneal sac above my cyst. Okay, good I'm just, I'm just giving it to you like it is. It's on the tie. It was the cyst sac. So yeah, the, we had a cyst sac on my ass. They cut my ass right right below my spine, right in the start of my butt crack, and they took this thing out. I wasn't out for very long. I, I don't recall the time that they said. But when I came to, they were 
starting or they brought me back and then they took out my they were taking out my breathing tube mm. incubation whatever and of course they were being assholes and they just took it out raw my throat hurt for like four weeks mm. I don't recall anything about my penis I don't re- I feel I would have known it's stand it's right here Urinary catheters are often used during surgery. Often used. Often okay. Used. Often used. There's, and I, I guarantee you. I can't imagine there's a surgery where they go, oh, we won't do it. If they're operating on a cyst above your asshole and all of a sudden you start pissing in the operation bed, it's no longer a sanitary work environment. Okay. You go down to that, that question right there. Is urinary catheter always used during surgery? This is good pod. <laughs> <laughs> Catheter will be placed in your bladder for various reasons, but catheters are not placed indiscriminately without a good reason. If the surgery you are having is near your bladder, it's, necess- it's necessary to keep the bladder empty, so don't fill up it in this way. Too. Okay, well, my penis your and bladder are pretty yeah, close to my Yeah, everything's bit. pretty close. I promise you, you were catheterized. See, it does matter about the length of the surgery. Surgery is usually lasting two to three hours. <laughs> no, see, I didn't have this. <laughs> Is that your only surgery? Your uh, wisdom body? teeth, but they don't do that for wisdom teeth. <clears throat> no, they don't. For so, wisdom and teeth. it was the same same thing they did for wisdom. Teeth. Yeah, I didn't have this. I, I, I actually tell you that because I remember the consultation. Now they were saying, if you've had wisdom teeth surgery, it's going to be exactly the same. We'll use the light anesthetic, and we'll just oh. put you out with the drugs. This oh. was not. See, no, I've been like fully anesthetized. You've gone under because you've had legitimately. I've had three major operations, yeah. and they catheterize you for those. Yeah, for sure. Did you? How was that? You're not awake for it. I understand, dickhole. I'm saying, literally, I'm saying afterwards. Is there any after effect? Did you feel like your loads are thicker because they got more? (laughs) No, definitely not. Actually, I think it would work the other way. The thing is, all all my surgeries have been abdominal, and it sucks because, like, the first time you take a shit, you feel like the slightest bit of pushing is going to bust your stitches. Mm -hmm. The first time, you know, they make you pee before you leave the hospital to make sure you're functioning properly. And it's it's like pee in sand. Like it's it, it all sucks. You know they really need to. You know medical science needs to step up in fixing that shit. But think about this, Johnny Knoxville. In no, the, I just have a question. Yeah, I mean, so you're on the table, mm-hmm. right? And, and before they give you the juice <clears throat> to really knock you out, I'm assuming yeah. you get the juice, the gas first, mm. then you get intubated. Yeah. Do they do like what's? I would love to get a doctor in here right now. That's done a <laughs> lot of surgeries because I just want to know the process. All right, here, Mister Hickman, put this up your face, breathe for ten seconds, they're and then as you're doing that, you're going out. Right, they're scoundrels. Because I remember <laughs> they're scallywags. I remember when I was going in for my, I think it was my, it was my uh, hernia surgery because mm-hmm. I was only in seventh grade and I was very body conscious. You know, I was a fat seventh grader, and. When you go to the hospital, they put you in a waiting room, and you're in your, you know, your gym shorts and your T-shirt. They tell you to dress comfortably. And they come in, and they ask you if you're nervous. And if you're nervous, they give you, a, they give you some happy drugs. I wish I knew what those pills were, by the way, because you stopped caring about uh, are you, everything. They gave you pills? They didn't give you... Pills, a, yeah. Never got gas? Well, I'm getting there. Okay. When I, at, se- at the seventh-grade-year-old me, I said, yeah, I'm nervous. Because it was... Uh, I was studying all the paperwork that my parents were doing, and when you when you find out that they have to sign a waiver that they won't sue if the anesthetist can't bring you back, you're like, hold on, what? <laughs> There's a chance I might not wake up? Like, well, yeah. Always. It's, it's like, huh, okay, yeah, no, no, I'm nervous. Yeah. I am nervous now. And they give you a pill, and like 30 minutes later... You know nervousness. You couldn't care about... Any, they, could, they could shoot your dog in front of you, and you'd be yeah. like, well... That was gonna, his time. I guess... <laughs> 
I can get another one. It's, it's all good. Everything is fine. Let's get this over with because I really want to eat. Yeah. No. Um, but I remember the doctor came in, checked on me a couple of times, see how I was feeling, making sure the happy drugs were working. And all I kept saying was, I know that I have to have a gown on for this surgery. I would like to put it on. I don't want to get undressed by a, you or your staff in the operation. Room. It won't matter. We're going to have your dick hole just can shoved I, up with glass I dangling like, off the table. Well, I like, can I please put the gown on? It matters to me. And they like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. And then they put me on the bed. They wheel me into a hospital room and, and or a surgery room. And, uh, and I'm laying there. And then this guy's like, all right, hey, Brent, real quick, I'm just going to have you count backwards from 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you made it to and one. I was like, can I change my, can I put the gown? Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Thing on my face. And 10, no. Just, yeah, and the next thing right. I know, my one of my parents is offering me a sip of Coke to get some sugar in mm-hmm. my, you know, I was like Coke or they wanted something with bubbles to help me yeah. burp. And I'm, and I'm just like, and I woke up freaking out. I've got IVs in my mm-hmm. wrist which I bent and they popped out because I I freaked out because I forgot where I was. So I pass out, I wake up again a few hours later and my arm's been like boarded so I can't bend it anymore. And it's like, and the first thing is like, they didn't let me change my clothes. Uh And yeah, they they strip you down, they shave your crotch (laughs) in this particular case because I was having ball hernia removed. And they run a, for that surgery, definitely. They run a a glass rod up to the hole. Then they cut into your waistline and they they dig down into your ball sack and cut out stomach tissue and sew you back up and send you home with pain medicine that makes it feel like you can't breathe and you live on crab macaroni and cheese for 10 days. (laughs) You ran that down. (laughs) That was it. I'm so so sorry, buddy, but I'm just seeing the golden voice just... Fat, yeah. seventh grade. Yeah. What pubes were there to actually? Sh- that one must have been a joke. Look at this. Just a few here. Let me, let me get rid of this. <laughs> just get the scissors. <laughs> I don't need the actual. That's laser. a misplaced hair. <laughs> Let's get that out of there. Uh, and then just <laughs> this one got over circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> and then just do do do. The job that is. Hey nurse, come over here and catheterize this small penis. Yeah. Oh my. You know some. They've probably like. There's probably a catheter. Like, that's the thing. Nurses and doctors have their own fucking world. Not lingo. Their own fucking uh, doctor, world. I think we should probably use the uh, the adolescent catheter yeah. for this one. Yeah. yeah. But then they'll probably have one. They're like, we need the, the John Holmes catheter because <laughs> this fucking We guy. need the Rocco Sofredi catheter. <laughs> I have a name on it. It says it on there. The Rocco Sofredi. <laughs> We pull it out from when he it can't, it's when we used it a, year, a few years ago. He was consistently in here with fucking chlamydia. So <laughs> you're required when we use it to slap you on the face, <laughs> or we can do a choke, or we can do. You'll be out. It doesn't matter. But you have to pick one. It's in the paperwork. It gets you a personalized card of the event. <laughs> yeah, you being slapped and or yeah. choked out. Um, Fortunately, my other two surgeries, I was an adult. I was a bit more aware of my surroundings, and they were. Uh, they were the the small hole like the technology had gotten there to where they didn't have to cut you open because in the old days to remove your gallbladder they literally cut you from your waist to your armpit mm-hmm. and like flapped open your body cavity yeah. to cut your gallbladder now they just poke two holes in your side and go in and remove it with little robots and then suck it out through your belly button yeah oh and that wasn't as bad but like it hurts oh man we're giving a lot of people the, the willies right now it hurts to do everything for like the next ten days like, I, have, listen I I not compa- apples to oranges on that. I, I get post-surgery pain. There's, but 
We've heard my I'm for my Dexter certain, story. I'm certain that I was catheterized for all three. There's no way I wasn't. Yeah, because those are major invasive surgeries. Think the ones this. I had were a little less so. Think about this. Johnny Knoxville in that famous golf cart accident from like Jackass oh, 2, yeah, I think. Yeah. He ripped his urethra in the accident. And he had to, in order to keep his urethra from healing and closing, he had to self-catheterize daily, like like change it out for like 18 months. Oh. And it's glass, oh. so you can't you can't fuck around. You got a glass rod that you have to oh. manually insert. I assume you lube it up too. Why can't it be a piece of really high end plastic? Why why glass? I don't know. But I just remember him saying in an interview, like, "Yeah, no, it's glass. Like you can't fuck around. You don't want that breaking." <laughs> Jesus. But like, it has to be. Changed. Anytime he had to piss. No, not anytime he had to piss. But he had to stay catheterized to, so that his urethra could heal mm. around a tube shape. And not end up closing up. He had to self-catheterize. I, you know, he doesn't listen. But my brother-in-law had to do that for like six months. He had to like change it and keep and. Okay, let's. Um, can you imagine having to, having you have like I can't imagine giving myself a shot if I needed insulin. I even further than that can't imagine running a a twelve-inch tube up my pee hole. Um, it's all pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I, I, the only, I think about that scene in Boardwalk where Luciano's getting the hot rod mm-hmm. shot because he's got the drip and they're trying to... He had kidney that? stones. No. No. Al Swearing, are we not talking about Swearingen and no. the kidney stones? We're talking, I just said, uh, what did I say? Luciano. Boardwalk, I said Boardwalk in. Oh, I Lucky we Luciano. Talking, I don't remember that. I no, thought, you don't watch Boardwalk. That's well, I correct. watched it. I watched it once. I thought we were talking about Deadwood because Al had to get catheterized no. to get pee around his kidney stone. No, uh, Jesus. And, and he made the noise. <laughs> that's the noise he was making. While, that's the sound. <laughs> oh, oh, I was wondering why the fuck we were talking about this. And that's kink <laughs> that's, that's, sounding. That's the sound. Jesus. Because chances are, in that scenario, you've got a big rubber ball in your teeth, and that's all you can do is go. <laughs> Well, if that's your shit, sound off quite literally on the message boards, that was TPTO. My, that was my point at the top of the conversation. There are some things you could explain the kink to, or the explain the kink to me, and I would go, eh, okay, that one? Like, yeah. who's that for? I, I don't know. Who I, who enjoys that? It's just pain. I think it probably boils down to pain, first and foremost. If, if I had other a, kinds of pain you could sell me I, on before that one. If I had a guess, though, that would be where I'd first go. I think it's an element of... It's your genitalia, so there's always sexual domination in play, and then it's about the representation of pain, which brings mm. it to a new level. If mm. I was, the, or the introduction of pain, I would say, because that's going to be ultimately. Out of all the listeners, who do you think would, would potentially be into sounding? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um... <laughs> Because there's one one of the listeners, you know, they're kind of like, eh, I, get, I mean, I'll tell you one that I'd be like, nothing would surprise me would be cheese eating, but he doesn't listen. No so, cheese? No cheese. No cheese is into sounding? I don't know. I'm just saying if, of any of the people that are in this general circle, mm-hmm. he might be, just because I don't know. That's ultimately, <laughs> sure. there's an element of question, more questions than answers no, here. I imagine no cheese is more into like caging. Where, where your dick gets caged into a little plastic contraption so you can't get boners. Whoa. 
that sound. Are you fucking serious? We need to do a kink of the week because I need to. You never seen that? No, I haven't. Fu- what do you mean? I've fucking seen that. I've seen that shit in like Pornhub ads where it's just on the side. It's a little like plastic. You can't get a boner all day cage that like dominatrixes put on your cock and balls. And if you try to get one in there, it's just going to end up all cramped and it's not going to feel very good. Yeah. And they do that so that you have to wait till you get home for them mm. to like torture you and then make you come. Yeah. That's what no cheese is into. Well, there's that. What about the sounding? <laughs> Which one of the sound? Who's, who's our sounding board? I don't know. I'll bet you could sell Banks on it. No fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way is Banks a sounder. I, no. I think there's probably a weird kink in there, but I think Banks is well, still given, ten, Banks is still ten ten to fifteen years from discovering that's it. That's true. Well, given his uh, his uh, murder tendencies, maybe super fan Allen. Now, Alan, there's a there's a, there's a dark kink in there, but what I like think is it's, it's less it's le- it's unlike Banks where he's not found it yet. Alan probably found it, but much like a lot of serial killers, is doing his darndest to bury it deep, deep yeah, down. Like so what he's actually doing, yeah, what he's actually doing though, like any of them, is just burying it. Thinking that that's enough, mm. but all he's, he's feeding the beast the entire time. He doesn't understand that he's just giving it fertile <laughs> soil. So we might find out at some time that you know he is beyond just a sounder. If there's like an AVN award for it, he might be on that list. You know, but Alan would definitely be into pain. I think you think maybe not glass pee hole pain. Well, but of all well, of our well, listeners, and to be clear, the sounds tools from the domination those were metal. Even better. Those are metal. You don't have to worry about those breaking. Yeah, that's good. Even the dominatrix, and because those aren't going into your bladder. Yeah. Let's um, uh, let's take a safe sex so I can we can break these into chunks or make my life easier later. Have the RNC, which has been we're recording the again. Highlights. We're recording again. So uh, for the listeners, the uncut. first well, for the, well for the listeners that first forty-five minute chunk might sound different than this because there was a setting and. Because we left it in a weird place. <laughs> let's just Sounding. leave it there. No, no, no. Let's not bring that back. Let's not bring that back. What about Jerry Falwell? That's uh, been interesting to follow. I wish him well. Did you see that, though? He's, He's been, got a, some sort of sex scandal, right? Well, his, uh, his house garden boy or his pool boy has been banging his wife for years, and he watches. That's been his kink. <laughs> He liked to watch. Does he watch it with sounds or just? I think he's, no, he's there. They're saying that know. he was in the corner he of the room. gets cuckolded. I mean, I know that word, but it, I, I don't think it's, it's cuckolding. Is let me ask. See, that's the thing. That's the problem. Can you be a soy boy beta cuck if you're on the alt right? <laughs> yeah, of course. But I wonder, is it cuckolding if it's managed in a way? Cuckolding always, to me, I, I guess it's because I read. Whenever I'm more inclined to think of cuckolding in the sense that a cuckolded husband out for revenge. A, you know what I'm saying? Mm. If you read it historically, the world's the word is everywhere, especially 17, 18, 19th century. Yeah, and it's never like. I mean, I know that we weren't in, we weren't openly talking about kinks back then, but right. it certainly it did happen. I'm sure that that husbands like to watch their wives get plowed across the generations. Sure, but I'm saying the term cuckold always had the really vile connotation of being. If you're a cuckold, you've been wronged. Mm. Not like. Right, but much like pain, somebody eventually turned that into a, a kink, and they were like, "Oh, I think no, that's, my, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's like, always been a kink. Yeah, well, I think going back to, to the cavemen, if you want it, you have to organize it. Like if you're a husband who wants something no, more no, than I, vanilla sex from your no, wife, no, you got to plan it. You're, you're getting this. You're taking this away from what I'm actually saying. I'm, I'm just. I've always wondered if 
are you a cuckold if you're if you're managing it, or is it something else? I, I just don't think that word is great for like we sounding is ridiculous, <laughs> and once it's explained, you're like fuck that's kink, that's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, I mean every, simple foot fetish shit is kink. That's weird. That's but, another one I don't get. I mean, whatever. It's not my shit either, but at least this one's a little different than having a metal rod shoved in your prick. Mm. But calling it cuckolding, it, it kind of makes it sound <laughs> loose and fun. Yeah. And it is if that's your shit. If you want to watch some guy or even a girl plow and do whatever to your wife, that's your shit. I just think it needs to be called something else. Put the shoe on the other foot for a second. Could you – if – well, let's make it personal. If you like, we're having like a fucking great pod. <laughs> let's get sarcastic. No, no, let's get personal. Okay. Let's say that you're you're dabbling in the drink again, and you and Leah are ha- and you've discovered wine, and you and Leah are having a bottle of wine, and you have two, so you're both feeling a little loosey goosey and a little more willing to be chatty and honest with each other than you would otherwise sober. Mm-hmm. And she admits to you that she would really get off mm-hmm. on the idea of getting done by somebody else mm-hmm. while you sat in the corner and watched. Mm-hmm. So you're not necessarily arranging it because you get off on being cuckolded. She's going to get off on you being cuckolded. Mm-hmm. How do you take that? I don't. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't do it? No fucking way. Not even if it's what, what, what I was going to like no, this would marriage like, together? That, that would not. If, if That's the point. It would be done. What if it was a woman? It's still done. You couldn't? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's definitely over. Even if it's a woman. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, fuck that. No. No, 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 no. I, I, there, I'm not the most self-aware person, mm-hmm. but I have more than most. Mm-hmm. And I know that I would never be able to handle that. In Never. the moment, or it, it would just bug you no. for the rest of your days? All of it. Like, just remembering, it, like, her face and the sounds, and it's like... It would, every single detail... Is, like, is this as good as it was? No, I, I don't need to ask the question. Yeah. I, I'll know that it's not. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if what I know is fact. Yeah, because in this scenario, we're talking, like, a serious, like, Mandingo fighter. Like yeah. Somebody well, I don't really know if it... I mean, the thunder. I mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> We can assume it's going to be bigger. <laughs> I think that's a fair assumption. Because why make a lateral move? <laughs> I mean, he better be fit with huge balls or something. I don't know. There must be another part of the kink. If, if his dick's the same size. You, know? you show up and it's basically, it's like a fucking casting call. Where it's basically you with just shorter hair. Ripped. With actual no, 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 no. No, that's the no, point. No. You show up and it's basically just you. <laughs> Same same general body type. Here's a little shorter. He gets naked. Like your dick looks almost exactly like mine. And she's like, "Yeah, this is what I want. I want you, but not but not you. you." Yeah. Yeah. No. Every memory, every sound, it's like you know, every you're, moan. You're Charlie Day, and I want Chris Hardwick. Like, yeah. They're basically the same guy. All of it. <laughs> it would be a shard in my memory. It would mm. be. Projectile bullets exploding on impact. I mean, th- th- it would never go away. I mean, I but mean, and here's the thing. Both. Here's the thing. The question alone, the <laughs> simple ask, yeah. would present years of problems. <laughs> like so uh, maybe unsurmountable point? problems. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think I would. It's fucking weird hypothetical. But I don't think I would. Divorce these, over the the ask. What about these marriages? Like I've seen, I feel like 
somebody famous did an interview that I saw somewhat recently uh, talked about how and maybe, and maybe it was tied to the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith story. Mm. Somebody was talking about how like their wife cheated on them, but they decided to to stay together anyways because they loved her too much. Just say who like that's so wild to think that like you know like in that guy's case whoever it was like you know that your wife got like like it was it was adultery it was this wasn't like a romantic dalliance like she got dicked down in a hotel while you were married and you're just gonna stick it out it's weird um I think maybe that says more about the insecurity of the guy thinking like well if I get a divorce am I ever gonna marry again right um I may as well just stay with the woman that cheated on me and trust that she won't do it again just my own personal experience of knowing a few people mm-hmm. I've I've seen this situation that you just described to a T happen yeah. and unfold um, <clears throat> I've watched it and it's immediate and I've watched it as the years have gone on I've never seen I've seen it on at least two occasions where that was essentially the situation and mm-hmm. I have to say that neither party was, was innocent yeah. I, I just happened to only know these these stories I can't but I can say that it wasn't like the husband was very does that make it better like if you both cheated and then came clean let me let me stop you there I don't know if in the situations I've been in I don't know if the 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 husband cheated I just know that there's a level where you're not innocent right whether it's I mean, this is like the the mom's version of Christianity and sex when you're 15. Was it where it's all sin? An act in the heart. It's act in the heart is sin. So with at least one of the instances, it's a thought in the with mind it, is an act in the heart. Of the two, at least one of the instances, I can say that the dude wasn't very. He was sinful in his heart at best. At best, yeah. could have been worse. I doubt it, but we knew for certain that his wife. Had done this deed. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation? No, I, where where she just got like dicked down by like two dudes in a hotel, mm-hmm. but she's mad at him because he's got a porn subscription. Yeah, or something like, <laughs> like that. whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah. Like I'm I'm cranking him out. It's still me doing. Yeah, it to the television. Yeah, you just got DP'd. Yeah. at a Motel Six. Right, there's still coming your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, mine. The mind is an act in the heart. No, yeah, and exactly. I just, Whoa! To, I just decided to get acted on all over my tits and ass. Yeah, just a lot of it. A lot, <laughs> more than once. I need to go shower, and then we're going to talk. We're going to talk. And we're going to pray. <laughs> <laughs> because I only did it because you've been watching porn. Right, right, right. The thing to do if you're mad about me watching porn is to go watch porn. It's tip for tap. Not you just got... Hit for DP. Not you found out I'm watching porn, so you went to the local roadhouse and mm-hmm. got DP fucked by two strangers. Yeah. That's different. That's different. Um, I've been trying to get you to DP fuck for years. You won't even consider it. <laughs> I just know that it was wild to watch it and to see how that was going. But I knew that the the, the main takeaways that I saw were just what you said. This guy was in a situation where it was like I don't feel like he ever could have. He had already married into the best possible situation he was going to marry into right. legally, and pretty, and she was pretty and yada. It's, it's almost like mathematically, they, they go like, "I'll never do better." No, and they also can you think of the way like just play the game. Think of us for whatever reason, no, no not necessarily dark because we don't need to go there. But if we find ourselves as uh, single older fathers, It'd be terrible. It would be awful. Can you think of the way, and not only just the generalness of, of that being a thing, but 
then wondering, all right, it would be nice to get laid again in my lifetime. So that's going to require a minimal effort. I could pay for it. I don't want. To, I don't want to start there. I could go to crazy. You, you know, that's I what you. That's what you would do, though. Yeah. You would start. I mean, us because we're shit people for the most part. But we, not really. I'm kidding. But I'm we saying we would tech, think we, we would. We would know we could get laid. Yeah. We'd be less and less likely to pay for it, though. Yeah. Us too. So we would say, all right. I'm funny online, so maybe I can get some pussy that way. I can get cleaned up. I'll have to fucking lose thirty pounds. Like start running bullshit. Again. Okay, I can't eat that anymore. <laughs> okay, like how do I? And you start going through the process. What is dating to, like right now? I have to now? put at least all, like, all but one bong away. Just hide them. Yeah. <laughs> what is dating? But seriously, like, what social media site do I need to be on the most to? Well, that's like just the questions that's what's of dating. Funny. That's what's dating. funny about dating sites because you know, like Tinder's reputation for the longest time was just a fucking, a, a fucking. Mm-hmm. But like. I know people who get married and are married because of Tinder. They still fucked first. Let's not pretend. If you met right. on Tinder, you fucked. Then yeah. you got, which to me, I'll make an argument. Tend there be more relationships, solid mm-hmm. married relationships, probably on Tinder than this. The per average of just just if you just oh, ex- listen. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying if you took if you took Tinder and just isolated it. Yeah. And then everything else in the box. Would be constituted as a like regular wedding, mm. meeting in person, online dating, met at a bowling met alley, at a bowling, whatever. That's all bundled into the one. I would say that your tender marriages are more likely to have a higher percentage of sustaining, long-lasting relationship. Yeah. Like marriages of twenty years or more would probably yeah. be the gauge. Then I'd say their percentage would be sixty, think, whereas the yeah. other box would still hover at forty nine, fifty percent. I think probably because they fuck first. Well, I was gonna say I think probably like from like the nineteen eighties on, your relation, your successful relationship meter comes down to lots of physical shit in the beginning. Well, I just it only fucking make, I just can't imagine. I, I'm sorry, I can't. I know I see these youth pastors that I uh, went to school with. And they couldn't what hack it. They couldn't hack it in the real world, so they go into the ministry with kids. <laughs> and so they're in there, and they're they're spouting this message of, yeah. "I met my wife. We were pure. Uh, we were dated for eight years, and I was so backloaded with cum <laughs> that I got four DUIs, and then I saw Jesus. And I my, couldn't see straight. Right, all the shit. <laughs> I had such rage that I joined the Boogaloo Boys for a year. <laughs> that's the, I don't even like, like politics. That's my point. Like I'm willing to bet. Like up until a certain point in history, you could make a uh, what's what's uh, a secular argument for certain aspects of religion, like the whole the, like supposedly, and I don't know the history of this, but supposedly the whole Hebrew don't eat pork thing wasn't ever necessarily a religious thing as much as it was pork was could make you sick in those days. Sure. So it was just a like. It became a religious thing, but at its core, it was, if you eat pigs, you might get really sick and die. So just don't eat them. Yeah. And then it becomes this Hasidic religious aspect that's no longer valid because eating pork is just as clean as everything else. It's just like a retarded kid in a cave telling old people to jump off cliffs. Exactly. That's all religion. Now, the opposite is true of... I don't think I'm supposed to say retarded. (laughs) I've said it. The opposite is is true with your modern Christian wait till you're married to have sex. I'd be willing to bet the majority of divorces Mm -hmm. are built out of... Or not the majority. I'd be willing to bet a high percentage of divorces, especially among Christian households, Christian and or Catholic households, are divorces from couples who only have had sex with one another. 
and never anybody else. Like that, like they talk about how like you spend uh, a third of your life sleeping, you Mm -hmm. know, like you could probably break your uh, relationship into thirds and one third of it is fucking. Mm. Mm, I don't think you get a third. A quarter? No. I mean, that would be great. I think maybe you. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, it's a daily thing, no, I mean, right? we got Or an every other day thing? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you having sex daily? Every other day. I mean, uh, there's a few off me, weeks here and there yeah, because so, of okay. work schedules. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. When schedule, like during quarantine, I, was, I will say you fucking got weird on it. I honestly was like, he, during, "What is this?" No, you texted me the other day. It was a, it was a it no, was, no, no. You texted me like three days ago. Oh, that was real. What the fuck? I don't need that. It, 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 there was no place for it. There was the nothing. Phone kept buzzing. No, it fucking didn't. We were ha- you, and listen. If it was okay, you motherfucker. Let's let's talk about this. Because what I, you don't know. No, because I even said that. I even went back and looked at the text. What you don't know is my text alert goes off twice in case I miss. Not it. my fucking fault. Let, let's walk <laughs> so back. No, no, no. In the middle of the act, my phone just kept buzzing because you had sent two texts, which equated to four buzzes. Okay, here we go. So I looked at the time on it, Mm -hmm. right? So we started texting at, well, you sent me, at 9.46, we were talking about the Mm sign-in for your Hulu. And I sent you a screenshot at Mm 10.02, and I was like, am I LJ? Mm -hmm. And your response, immediately, you immediately responded. That's because it was over. Was No, 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 it's not over. You said, that's my sister-in-law. And I said, hmm, okay. Or no, at 10.02, you said, that's my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, I, I made him a small mistake here. 10.40, mm-hmm. so I missed a 30-minute period. <laughs> I texted you back said, hmm, okay. Yeah. You responded at 10.41 mm-hmm. with, you don't see an Austin? And I said, no, I'll just avoid it. I'm not trying to mess with your shit. What are y'all watching on there that's any good? That was at 1044. So, again, you responded Mm -hmm. at 1041 Mm -hmm. with, you don't see an Austin? Yeah. And I responded, and that was it. Yeah. Twelve minutes later, you Mm. responded to my question of, what are y'all watching? That's about right. The Golden State Doc, but we were just fucking and doing some dirty oral shit, and the texts were interrupting. (laughs) What the fuck? I didn't... You responded in the moment. So, no, no, no. no. In that 12-minute window. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't, but you didn't need to explain that. Yeah. Is my point. See, that's where your stories get. Either you didn't look at that text. Well, it was escalating because there was a pee break, and so the phone was buzzing, I, and then there was a pee break. I, and, and let me just stop you here. It. Just, I get it. You say like, if you don't respond for twelve minutes, you don't. You, one, you don't have to do this. This yeah. is why I was like, what the fuck. Two, I thought it was funny at the time. And it, 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 I, you honestly, <laughs> what I, were we listen, talking about with that? I didn't. I the. I don't get these from you. Mm-hmm. I understand your dirty, filthy sex life, but I don't get these from you. Right. So I'm wondering, I was like looking at this, I was like, is he mad? I didn't mean to interrupt his fucking and doing some dirty oral shit. <laughs> so I, I was, because I was like, I didn't, again, yeah. I didn't ask you to respond. At my text, it, so I see it, I see what you're saying. You got these two texts. Yeah. And then they buzz six times. Yeah. But that's not me. That's no, on you to turn off your no, notifications. I know. I know. And then you responded and the felt end. the need yeah. to oblige me by telling yeah. me why there was a 12-minute wait. Yeah. So now I have this image in my head. <laughs> With a belly waster and everything. Because it's not. When, I, when you say dirty oral shit, forgive me, Kristen, I don't think of her stuff happening to her. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what's going on the other way. It was all a mix. Yeah. 
I'm afraid. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to think about it. And I yeah. certainly don't want to. And I was. And then I said, "Was that even meant for me?" <laughs> that's how off I felt. And I know how stupid that question was because yeah. I. Don't, and you responded with, "If it, it was meant for my mother-in-law, my bad." <laughs> I got the joke then. You know. Yeah. But I mean, listen. I was. I, a little, I was a little buzzed. And I then you. Was... And then you transitioned right into Vigo or uh, uh, get. What no. No, then we I, said I that. asked you if it was a tequila night. You just said no. No, it was a red wine and marijuana night. Oh. Well, it was a, I'm glad you had a fun night, but I was certainly like, <laughs> come on. You're just unnecessarily telling it's me about your funny. 12 minutes? That's, not, uh, that's my point then. Mm-hmm. That's 12 minutes in a 24-hour day. Yeah. Now, you might do that every day, but that certainly does not – nowhere in those numbers is it adding up to 25, let alone 10% of the time you spend with your partner. Sure. It's still a foundational element. That number's really high at the front. Yeah. It's backloaded, but then it's a consi- it's just a tr- it's just a consistent downtrend. My larger point is unlike still work, it's a dumb idea to wait until you were legally bonded. It's the stupidest with paper to get naked in front of each other and I, fuck. I want to potentially say, I find say out this you don't like it. Full well, having a daughter and realizing how different my other mental track thinks of this, because the other side's like never do it until you are like married for five years. <laughs> the dumbest reaction. Wait until I'm dead. Wait until I'm dead to do it. So if it's <laughs> all that, so yeah, there is that element. But if my daughter came to me at 20, mm. living her own life, I'm not projecting, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And she was like, I want to get married, yada, but this guy's in this church thing and he's living this life. No. <laughs> I would just say to her the truth is yeah. like, that's not how me and your mom did it. It's a bad move. It's not great because it's not about like, will you like it? Because you can engineer it your own way to have a good time mm. if you really want to. But, but that requires a certain level of openness, honesty, and communication, right. which you're probably not going to have know. I, if you're entering into a hyper-Christian relationship. I just don't. And then that's just the sex. you're entering into one we've of talked these. About, yeah, we, we, this. We've talked about that's just the sex. I can't imagine. Can you listen? Conversation. Can you imagine one of these guys, <laughs> listen, one of these guys goes to college, does yeah. the college thing, the, storm, the, the normal college thing go a little crazy and he finds Jesus right in his mm-hmm. senior year and he joins a fucking worship and rock band yeah, and wears sandals goes to, yeah and starts going to the fucking conferences to learn how to be a worship minister and then he gives his life to the Jesus and he's never gonna fun come till he's with the wife can you imagine this dude you'd be exhausted living not just having sex with this person but yeah. living with this person like you might actually love this man but it just turns out yeah. that he cries every time he has sex and he wants to, like, quote scripture when he comes. Like, um, all the things that are you're going to be like, hey. There are people, and I know, I used to know some of them. That's actually certain, not a bad title. What? Quote scripture while you come. <laughs> there are people, and I knew some, that, <laughs> that, that, would literally, <laughs> that would literally turn every, like, marital sex act into a prayer session. It's like, what fucking, like, what are you doing with your life? It, are they asking Permission, or is it about a certain it's prayer just, that it, goes with doggy style? It's a bit of before and after because you have these people that truly believe in the God the, the triangle Trinity. of marriage, the where God's part of it. Yeah. Like, so what is he the meat in your sex sandwich? Like, <sighs> there. That's that's the literal thing. It's I. You know who I'm married to. <laughs> I, I get to hear about these things, not the Trinity, so to speak, as it yeah, pertains even, to the sex but life. Even but you but, have alluded to the fact that you had sex before you got married. Yeah, hers was a uh, found Jesus later. 
I, I might have driven her to Jesus. <laughs> At least you didn't drive her to lesbianism. That's true. Not yet. It's gone the other way on me. These things can get away from you if you don't if you don't police them well. But no, but like the, I, yeah, her similar her similar to what you're saying with Baby V when she's 20. And like you will have those conversations because the thing that I've heard explained by some comedian in a podcast, he's like, if you just like and, and V's only what two? Yeah. So you don't you haven't really seen this yet. I've seen it with Adelaide Moore and Albury some now. You start to realize that like even just from the span of eighteen months to six, that like this is your kid and they're sweet and they're your baby, but they're also a person. Mm-hmm. And you see their personality develop mm-hmm. just from two to six. Mm-hmm. And you realize that the six year old that you're engaging with is nothing like the two year old that you used to like roll around on the floor and tickle their belly. Mm-hmm. And it, it sort of clicks, and it's this, It's also true with Aubrey from two to four, especially with her because she has such a bold personality. It's like they are people with personalities, and they will be adults that are not your babies. Is this it's, shocking? Was this, was this a moment of revelation? <laughs> no, but it, should, it just, to me, it or, highlighted— Or, excuse me, I've been watching— Fuck. It was a revelation to you. No, but to me, it just sort of highlighted the stupidity of, you better get a shotgun! You know, well, that, yeah, that, that, horror, that yeah. sort of fucking, like— you're, you're, Watch, you're, she's been fucking half the team already. <laughs> just that whole mentality of like, oh, you're a dad to daughters, you better arm up and run them boys off. I'm like, well, they're a person. Like, she's a person. She's going to mm-hmm. be a horny teenager one mm-hmm. day, and it'd be dumb of me to assume that I can just turn a blind eye to the fact that she's a human being. I've kind of resigned my fact that my kid is going to masturbate underneath my roof. <laughs> that alone is a thought that I've thought about. Well, here's Think the about that, though. Just, I've just thought genetic, about that. Just genetically, my two kids... If, if they're anything like either of their parents, mm. are going to be a bit of a, a handful in their teenage and early 20 years when it comes I to mean, that kind of stuff. Maybe they're in a better place because they're in an open place. They'll be doing butt stuff before it's fucking stigmatized to them, you know? <laughs> You'll be there to guide them down the butt trails of happiness and to, and to give them those pointers. Never- and trust me, when they come to Uncle Austin <laughs> to say, I don't really know what I like, big. You haven't talked to your dad? <laughs> And they'd be what? They'd be, Just listen to the podcast. Is it butt play? Come here. I'm gonna, we got this on SoundCloud somewhere. Let's go find this. <laughs> Let's together. pull up episode 34 of the podcast. Yeah. He went into pretty, yeah. pretty deep depths here. Yeah, this no one. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> this one was called Yellowbeard's Docking Adventure. You'll you'll find some no, stuff in here. I, I mean, unless they just really needed to talk to me about it, I don't have an intention of ever getting into graphic, detailed it, conversations with my luckily kids. Luckily for us, we have wives. That are probably going to have to. Oh, I plan on to like, lead the charge. On I that plan on like guiding by proxy, like because Kristen will inevitably tell me certain things. You know, and what do you like, mean guiding by proxy? Is that like guiding? Well, I just I mean like I understand what it actually means. There may be a time where I'm like, well, tell like say this, like don't say that, say this. Well, shouldn't it be? It needs to be a partnership. It needs to be. I think we should. Well, say it this. goes back to the uh, boner dance at the freshman home homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to tell either of my daughters, hey, he's going to get a boner tonight. Just ignore it. But I, I will you, I, I will th- say to Kristen, like, hey, give them a warning that when the oh, song dance comes, okay. the homecoming dance. So the things that we've discussed on the pod, when we've, yeah. had, when we've had our father counseling together on yeah. here, that's actually good. That's good. Yeah. I think that there should be more conversations like that. I think the conversations yeah. <laughs> have been too stupid, to your point. With, it's more, not ours. I'm talking yeah. about parenting and the, dude, tell them not to mess with any boys. Well, yeah, there's Rather this, than tell them that, yeah. to be honest with them. Like you just said, hey, listen, tonight it's a fact of life. You, I would even adventure. I mean, I don't know how – I wouldn't say – so you're saying you'd package it like it's solely coming from Kristen. Yeah, because – Because then it will mean more. 
Well, put it this way. When you were putting on your rented tux... Don't you think she might have already? Kristen danced with boys at that age. Kristen's had boners on her constantly for t- 20 years. She's just sur- surrounded by fucking boner. <laughs> bad dicks left and right. You think it'd be better. You married, you know, it's just... It is what it is. Just bad dicks no, for everyone. The stereotypical dad of daughters is just blissfully unaware. The fucking Bill Ingvall joke of finding a thong in the laundry and assuming it's his wife's and that's your daughter's. Oh my God, my daughter's a person. Like, I don't ever plan on being that dad. The, the fact but that I, man's a millionaire makes me disgusted. <laughs> but I also know enough to know right. when I'm putting on my rental tux for my, for my homecoming dance, if my dad were to sit down and say, hey, you might get a boner tonight because you're going to be slow dancing with a girl, don't worry about it. That would be one thing. If my mom sat me down and said, hey, you might get a boner tonight, when that would have been weird. But so. Yeah, but I'm the, the, I guess. The, the sentence needs to come out, but it needs to come out of Kristen's mouth, I, not I, mine. Sorry. I understand that. But what I would say, would you have the expectation? I think I would, because I, I think your wife's dope. So I think she, wouldn't she have done, maybe have given the same advice with or without you chiming in? I don't know. Maybe. I'm asking you. Like, do you, I think she would have. I think because I think like Lee is all about that too. This open, honestly, I, I honestly can see the conversation. I can. With I Leah. suppose it really comes down to the circumstances of the mother-daughter. Relationship. Matt would be a good person to talk to here. He's got the daughters. They're <laughs> yeah. older. I mean, how do you? In Australia, it's different because I guess if you're chasing guzzling and you're. I mean, I don't know how you have I to... I think it comes down to the relationship... <laughs> You're so serious right now. You I skipped think it right comes past down to guzzling. Are you trying we'll not to offend to Matt? <laughs> I, think down, I think it comes down to the relationship between the mother and the daughter at that particular age. Because Kristen's already told me, like, if if our daughters are anything like her or her sister at a certain teenage age, it's going to be just fucking hellcats between mother and daughter just... Menstrual fighting for a period of oh yeah, year. there's a period of your life it's going to be a real yeah. nightmare and, for you. And this is why golf is actually great. When, for you. Well, and I'm going to be the dad in the basement safe haven, polishing my golf trophies and you know fucking you know uh, painting uh, metal war figurines mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck I'm going to yeah. reading history books, hiding the bodies. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. But even if they're on terrible terms because they just had some like mother daughter brawl. She's, I'm still going to have to nudge and say, like, hey, I know you just had a big argument yesterday. But she's getting ready to go to this dance. And I've seen the kid that's taking her. Mm-hmm. You need to warn her about the <laughs> slow dance boners. <laughs> he had a boner when we brought him to Grandma's birthday party last <laughs> weekend, let alone what's about to happen. I could see party. he was holding it down through his pocket. He's try, he's actually a good kid. He's trying his best to keep it down. But <laughs> Like, those are the comments. I'm going to pull him aside and tell him to crack That's the thing, out. too. It's like... I, Sorry for those that have transitioned to this two dads podcast, but <laughs> that is something I've thought about. Is even the best of us this this episode does not belong. This conversation does not no, no, belong. No, no. sounding sounding and parenting with the sounding and surgery yeah. conversation. So, sounding <laughs> surgeries and kids. Uh, it seems it just see fuck. <laughs> fucking lost me. You lost me. It just what I was saying. Even the best of us, and I mean it. I mean like best case scenario of us and I mean men mm-hmm. generally are shitty yeah so like I know that I was 15 I I did I was respectful one because it was taught to me to be respectful of adults but two because I felt that was the right way to do it I wanted to be liked by adults I understood that they I understood the the feeling and of course they all, when you're young and dating you're like alright now you better not and there's always <laughs> you know la 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 but even the I mean 
even then, with a good upbringing and church background, There's still a bit of an Eddie Haskell in you. I was trying to get a blowjob. Yeah. yeah. From fifteen on. Mm-hmm. Once I mean, once you isolate that in, and you say like, I was a really good kid, and I really liked that girl. I would never have hurt that girl. I, you know, mm. the old joke about Louis C.K. Like when she gets in your car and says, "Where are we going?" And to your death, statistically, <laughs> because I don't understand why y'all date men. Yeah. Well, even with those ratios, I was like. Definitely going to have your daughter home safe. Definitely respect your daughter. Yeah. Definitely never going to say anything to your daughter. If your daughter asks to suck me, if your daughter asks to suck my dick, I'm going to respectfully put it in your mouth. And if she doesn't want me to come in her mouth, I won't. But I might. <laughs> and say I'm sorry. I will respectfully tap her on the shoulder when it's too late to pull out. <laughs> my I, dad always said, and then I will, ask forgiveness, not and permission. And then I will respectfully stop at the nearest QT and buy her a Gatorade. Buy her a fucking Dr. Pepper. I don't know. Whatever it's she wants out. at that point, I because would, I'm a wide-open bag. <laughs> once I once I've is, come, I'll take her to the best Applebee's on fucking Scenic what Highway. What I don't want is for her to get me in trouble yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I'll go to bed that night panicked. I'll relieved. pray. I'm going to pray. I'll go, I didn't bed, have sex. I'll go to bed relieved. I truthfully, I might even beat off and think about the blowjob <laughs> and get two out in that day. But I'm also going to go to bed a little panicked that she's going to rat us out. Rat us out, yeah. Or yeah. tell you, and then you're going to come hunt me down with a golf club. All that to say that I know, even with Vivian's best judgment, mm-hmm. that the young boys or girls. Can't speak to girls; they're probably better. But the young boys, at least, yeah. that she may or may not bring home and want to say, "I like him." He, we're dating or whatever. Uh, even if I look at him like, mm, "You're a good kid," at least you're gonna try to fucking yeah, like right away. Yeah. I'm just gonna be. You're a good kid, and I so I know that you're trying to fucking finger bang my so my kid. Here's the question. This is this goes back to that thing that the you know your classic. I keep picturing fucking Tom Skerritt from from Steel Magnolias, like that dad, like just like just the the dad that just turns a blind eye to the fact that his daughter is a human being with sexual energy, okay. just not aware of. So that's what I'm doing. No, I'm saying no, no, no. In this scenario, no, I'm saying we're not that guy. No, no, yeah, that's not me. So my question is, when you're when our kids are in that age range, mm-hmm. is it wise to? Even if it's by proxy through their mom, so it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Is it wise to sort of educate them to, if they're going to do anything like that, to do it from a place of power, like they decided to do it and not the other way around? Uh, like, a don't get pressured. That's like the whole life to me. Like, don't get pressured into doing this. If you, you do what do, you like, want to do, never of, the other way around. Because at the end of the day, when I was sixteen dating a girl, like I was, I was game for going down on her. You know what I mean? Like, it's something I wanted to do in a dating relationship. And so I imagine 16-year-old girls want to do that sometimes, too. I don't think... I I remember in 10th grade, my girlfriend was like, you have a beanbag chair in your basement, right? I was like, yeah. She's like, I think I'm going to give you a blowjob in the beanbag chair. She just threw it out there. Why was it specifically in the beanbag chair? Well, because there was no furniture in the basement at the time. But I had a beanbag chair down there. uh, Why did that stop you? (laughs) It didn't. My point is... My point is... Best BJ I ever got. In a beanbag chair? No. Oh. That wasn't the best. Top five BJ ever got. Was Hopefully it, it was Leah, because if she listens, she's going to be mad. It better not have been a mom and kind. Top 10 BJ. <laughs> top top 15. Top 25. Top 15 blowjob. I forget job how ever. many women have put my dick in their mouth, but at least. Top. 
She did ask me one time. I've told you this. Didn't I tell you this? Mm-hmm. She she threw her number at me, the big one that women like to get out there yeah, in the yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you know. And I was trying to recover. And and then it and was she, like a reverse clerks. 37. 37. Well, she asked me You suck 37. How dicks. many? And I clammed up and she she was like, but no, really. And I was like, I don't know. It's a lot, though. Like, because yeah, and, and I always tried to preface it. Yeah. The softening of that blow was always saying, but I was like, it was just I was bent up, and I, I was, I, really was I was well that too. But I was saying like, you know, I was struggling because I was I didn't want to have sex. You know, it was, that was so venerable. That was the church's influence. I, I couldn't have sex till I got married. And you know, I love the Lord. Yeah, you know how much I fucking just love the Lord. It's so coming. It's and coming. <laughs> Jesus. I can, hear, I can hear some poor kid that gets called on to pray at youth group. I used to hate that shit. And, like, and he's like, I just love the Lord. And like, he slips in coming. And Father God, right now we just want you to help us come. I'm getting, I'm getting way off track. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He runs out. I'm sorry. My balls hurt. My really balls bad. hurt so bad, Lord. I feel like uh, I feel like I have to take a shit. But I always. But I know I don't. I don't know. I don't. I just. It's just blue balls. Lord. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I, I always preface that I, I, I couldn't have sex. So my rationalization for that, however poor it might be, yeah. was that I could have blowjobs. So that's that's how I softened it's the like, blow. But like she Christian did girl, ask. It's like Christian girls turning the back door. Like I can't lose my virginity, but we can butt fuck all day long. She did ask, and it, just because it comes up a lot on here, I. I gave her the honest answer. I don't know if she remembers that, but she kept asking questions for weeks after that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I wouldn't have thought a woman would be that interested, but she's like, that's a lot. And I was like, well, um, like I said, yeah. you know, I was struggling. I didn't understand sexuality. I couldn't have sex. So I figured a mouth was just like, just like a hand job. I didn't yeah. look at it as any different than masturbation. Only I didn't have to do it. Well, and there's a, at that age from like 15 to 20 something. Well, how, how did we get onto my number though? No, Before you continue, I don't. I don't recall because I think well, we were really know, on a we rich joking, vein. We were there. joking on your 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 top five best blowjobs. Oh yes, yes, yes. Let me finish that and then you <laughs> hold on to that thought because I know you okay. have top whatever. Pick your number. Top forty best blowjobs could be one. Could be one. I'm not saying it's one, but it was up there. Yeah. The I was young and she said uh, much like that. That's why the story jazzed me up. She's like, is there? She's like, do you want to go downstairs? And I was like, isn't there, is there anything down? It was her house. Mm-hmm. Is there anything down there? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I don't. Or I think there's some chair. We got to, it's just an empty basement. And when I say it's an empty basement, mm-hmm. it wasn't finished. Yeah, that's the way my basement was in this. Exactly. And I was like, there's nothing here. There's no reason for us to be here. Right. She's like, it's okay. And just, <laughs> I mean, oh. And like, because it wasn't finished, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the carcophony of sound just played in there and yeah. you could just hear every... And she was really good for being like, fucking... Well, no, <laughs> come on. I'm not trying to get arrested. We were, I think we were both like... You could have been 12 too. 17. Yeah. I think I was about 17. She might have been a great... I think she was a year older. What I was starting to say... Everybody was a year older than me. What I was starting to say is there's an age <clears throat> range. We'll, call, we'll do like 15 to 25... Where girls and guys, too, I imagine, although it's probably less common the other way, where oral is just kind of like a throwaway thing. It's not It's not looked at as severe and as emotionally bonding as sex. Yeah. Okay. You know, when you have sex with somebody at 21, mm. you're 
your that's going in a diary entry. Well, and whether you whether you want it to or not, <laughs> you are chemically reacting. You're feel you know it's not necessarily love, but it might be uh, lust. It, lust. It might be um, uh, just Enamor. adoration. Enamor. Yeah. It's it's a chemical reaction, oh. serotonin and dopamine mm-hmm. in your brain. You just had sex. Infatuation is the usually yeah. most common. So that is not going to happen when it's a mouth on a dick. See now, I'm going to reverse that for you. Not for the guy. I mean, uh, up until ten years ago, I'm 100 percent on. I, I can't be more on board with what you just said. Mm-hmm. And then I met Leah, and it was completely inversed on me. I said, "Can you please describe that again?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, uh, I never did that unless it was, like, special. And I was like, wait a minute. You're saying that the sex like was – I, I literally – I mean, I can see the conversation. This was very early on in dating. I said, mm-hmm. so for you personally, mm-hmm. the act of physically having sex, penis and vagina, is less – It was more of a disconnect. More, Well, not – just take the word disconnect out of it. Just mm-hmm. We're just comparing something. <clears throat> You're saying that was less intimate. Mm-hmm. Than a blowjob. She's like, absolutely. With the blowjob, it's with the, with the cock. It's in my mouth. You know, it's it's fucking. And then you start to think about it. Well, yeah, it goes back and to the like, old like prison question, like which one, which one you are you going to take if they give you the option? Yeah. So <laughs> it was just I was like, wow. Okay, so that's why for her, when she heard my blowjob number, it was, it was much like yeah. her, it was much like if she had said to me, if it had been inverse, and I said, how many people? Have you slept with? And she had said, I, it's definitely more than a hundred. I'd have been like, what the fuck? What are you, Southside Steve? No, are you, were you, were you hurt? Does it still work? Did your, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how many surgeries did it take to fix? Like all the things. Whereas, yeah. to, you know, to, to well, when she, she looked at it. it based was, on my experience with women I've dated and just women friends I've had where we talked openly, she's definitely in the minority. Because I knew more okay. girls. Okay. I knew more girls in my. But that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. No, it For doesn't. some women. It doesn't. It just means, in my experience, I knew more girls in my teens and 20s where, like, but a blowjob was just like a throwaway you, thing. You know a different type of well, I knew different types of women. I yeah. don't really know any of these people anymore, but no. I can remember being at parties. They're probably still throwing around blowjobs. I can remember being at parties and everybody's like sharing cigarettes and drinking cheap Suck beer, and and just what what's her face is just talking about how like she sucks a great dick, just throwing it That's out. So there. stupid. It's so stupid. I I remember taking advantage of that. We've talked about that. I, I couldn't. They got to a point where I was like, look, if you just want to suck some dick. Listen, I, this, this is the anti-Me Too thing. Yeah. But I'm not, I never came at him with like any kind of, I'm not that guy. But it was just like, okay, it, it just became a thing. You remember that point when you hear that at 16 and your brain explodes? Mm-hmm. Some other 16-year-old talking about how much she loves to suck dick and how she's the greatest dick sucker in the school. Yeah. That's where it would have been. Yeah. And you're like, because <laughs> I'm over here coming from church group on Wednesday night and on mm-hmm. Thursday morning or Thursday night I got this girl talking about you love sucking dick yeah. and your Little mind's you know, fucking blown her. and no part of you yeah. yet if you come from my perspective mm-hmm. says you know if you ask odds are yeah she's advertising mm-hmm. right so I never Little do you know that part of her skill flash forward, the finger of CS. flash forward four years and we're sitting outside that school everybody and like you said out, it was like the group that all chain smoke cigarettes in between classes and college yeah that's the only way I know well, this group and well, one of the you, girls is like yeah yeah and I'm like well and let's you, fucking go and all the nerds recently. I know and yeah. all the nerds in the group are looking at me like I'm some fucking superhero I'm like fellas if a, if she's just saying the shit yeah. 
Well, I've been down this. She this, hung this, the sign. <laughs> she hung the sign out. I'm just calling yeah. her on her. And, yeah. And all I said was, "Hey, do you want to?" Like that was literally it. Like, and just because I did it in front of you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, the best no. part. No, I got lured into. By the way, the flavor on this just disappears. Great find, though. Got the big league chew tonight. I got similarly lured on that once at a house party. Uh, a mutual friend within my friend circle was just bragging on her, her dick chugging game, <sighs> and we ended up being the last two people awake at the party. And we don't have an equivalent to that, too. Men can't because we look like bitches. If we stay, if we're standing oh, around together, I just fucking go to town. Let my nose in like a credit card Sometimes I spell different letters with my tongue, and you gotta get your fingers in there. And fuck. I'll nick the butthole. <laughs> fucking nick! I'll just go in that butt, plug it up. Uh, but she's just talking about her game, and then it, it ends up being that kind of night where it's like four in the morning. Everybody's just dropping like flies, and we're still awake. And I'm like. So how good is it? You know, oh, I get, you know, yeah. I'm like, mm. and, and then we head to a room mm-hmm. and start, wow. and start making out. Yeah. And then the makeout just ends up going straight into condom sex. Oh. And, I, you know, I, which was fine. But when it was over, I didn't say this, but I was thinking like, uh, I was really expecting, I was really expecting something else. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's would, a disappointing story to me. <laughs> It's a very disappointing. I'm glad story. you got laid. There's certainly is things to to build off, or, it was, or to, to excuse me, not build because we're not going anywhere. There's certainly things yeah. to to congratulate you for there. It was good because it was the first rebound from my high school breakup. No, no, I'm not. I had to get one out of my system. There's no judgment here. I just know that personally, it was a bummer. I like the beach, I as do we too. know. Yeah, and no, it's like my if, favorite it, thing. if it had been especially like that. Where it might have been built up over six hours, yeah. and there you are, and, you're just and, and after, about it. and then you make that move, and, and she starts taking you know your hand it. to a back room, and yeah. then she's sliding a jimmy on your yeah. dick, and then before you know it, she's just cramming it, and it's like, what are you and, doing? and you're just, I and I know what's going on here. It's four a.m. and you're just mushing it, you're mushing it in there. You'll eventually come, and everybody will. No, it reminds me my my best friend Mike's older brother. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of my best friend Mike's. <laughs> His, his older brother, when, when Apple first started coming out with, like, fun technology, GarageBand had these, like, like, uh, like elevator music, uh, music, like, songs that were just built in. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a 30-second song blip that you could add shit to. Mm-hmm. And his older brother made an album, we'll say, and one of the, one of the ones was, Anal Sex is my second favorite thing. <laughs> the first is a blowjob. <laughs> From a lady. From a lady. But I just always remember thinking, like, yeah, that is, that's my favorite. Like, that's my favorite. I, I, it, uh, at least in those days. Yeah, but for me, that was, back then, that was it. Right. That was it. All this goes back to what I was saying about my high school, uh, a high school girlfriend. She initiated. She said, you have, you have a beanbag yeah. here. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. No, no, and what you're really getting at was the, the conversation saying, you do what you want to do. You right. have the power in right. the situation. It's not going to come from me. It's got to come from the mom. Otherwise, I don't think that's true. I, I, and I don't, well, it just depends I'll on tell how you detailed what. the conversation I think it is, is true if you feel it to be true. If, if you feel like that would be a weird conversation, then it's going to be a weird conversation. But that sense of empowerment is something I want to make sure my kids have when they are teens and young adults. Like, don't ever do anything out of pressure. Do yeah. it because you want to. If your kink is doing that, then Go for it. I don't know about it. It's a gray but, area, gray area, gray area. But don't let fucking Stevie, who seems nice to your parents, 
explain to you why you have to. Have yeah, to pop. that's what I would that's say. That's not happening. Yeah, that's that's where I'm getting. I only differ in that if it's like what I'm known for. If you ask me a question, I'm gonna give you an honest answer, mm-hmm. even if it's brutal. Yeah. So if like if if the daughter came to me at 17, 16, 17, 18, and was asking me pointed but specific, or uh, one and the same specific questions, you know. I'd be inclined to answer them yeah. in a way that most fathers may squeamish at. I would just yeah, say... you wouldn't be Bill Ingvall. Like, what are you talking about? You're no, not a person. No, I would just say... It's like you just said. It'd be like, if she asked me pointed and specific questions like that almost indicate without her having to say it that mm. this is what she's dealing with, mm. then I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can because I'm going to yeah. say like, well, if Stevie says that you have to have sex after prom, Stevie's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because you don't have to do anything. No, you don't. You know, that's what. To your point, you lead the boat here. You don't have to do anything. I always explain. The guess what? Problem is not nearly as significant <laughs> as you think it is. No, now. in fact, it's insignificant. You'll forget about it mm-hmm. within two years. Oh, bless! If not sooner. Yeah, <laughs> I remember be the a one huge I went to, deal, and then it's not going to matter at all. <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell. You. I remember more the one I had to go to in a dead guy's tuxedo that smelled like hot cat shit, and that was after I graduated. <laughs> I remember that one more. Yeah. And I never got laid or it sucked or anything, any prom I ever went to. I would just hope that there's enough openness to where that's there. Because Kristen has told me famously when she lost her virginity, I don't remember the circumstances. I don't even remember what age she was because I was fucking playing with G.I. Joes at the time at like age 10. But when she did... She told me that the very next day, her mom literally just said, you had sex, didn't you? Like she could just tell. And they had, like, a mother-daughter, like, yeah, I did. Like, okay, well, how do you feel, conversation. I hope that there's some kind of connectivity like that. I'm sure there will. I always love pointing that out. That is a weird thought, too, to think that you were over there, like, I love pointing that out all the time. Like, so in, when you were 18 on spring break Panama City trying to find some strange and board shorts, chubby little 12-year-old Brent was building a fort out of sand with G.I. Joe's. <laughs> I wish. What if y'all had been on there? It's, it's like, like you could have walked picture. right past fat little me stacking Cobra Commander against GI Joe. Meanwhile, you're looking for some 18 year old strange on the beach, just throbbing Panama City dick. Yeah, yeah. But 12 year old me sitting down there getting a sunburn on the man tits. I'm getting a pair of brand. There's me over there. Let's go get tattoos, man. Yeah, yeah. Emily's bleeding. Roy's jumping in to save her. I can see the whole fucking scene. Babies. And there goes fucking. There goes hot fit. Swim team Kristen yeah, just looking just, for some 18 year old dong she just <laughs> sorry I gave you that yeah. meanwhile I'm like only getting boners in the shower because I'm 12 and the warm water feels good mine's the inverse I'm 22 not getting laid basically a 12 year old at the beach my wife is just fucking oh Ooh, Texas dog Texas blowjobs are more intimate I'm gonna intimate well, you you intimate you intimate like just getting intimate with the whole I'll state thing. Sex away. <laughs> what's anal let's do it like all the things uh, sorry Leah that's only for the joke uh, but yeah, that it's not it's not a joke. Um, but yeah, that uh, that's yeah, as, funny. As fathers, I think we both just want to make sure that our kids are never like victims, basically. Well, yeah, yeah. But I just uh, for me, but, it'd be but funny. But part to have, of that comes with uh, uncomfortable conversations. If, if if your daughter asks you like about a particular kink, that could yeah. be a weird conversation. Well, I'm willing to bet 
that the victimization numbers of women at whatever age out there are women who didn't have an open dialogue with their with parents. any parent. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like because you don't know what's right. You, I mean... I think about this. Like, we saw it. We talked about... Let's go full... <laughs> fucking weird. Like the movie Spotlight, when they're talking about 12-year-olds getting diddled and, like, our reactions, the nuclear family reaction to that is so wildly out of touch because we can't... We'd be like, why don't you just tell them to stop? Mm-hmm. Where was your mom and dad? Yeah. Well, my mom was there, but my dad just died. That's why father was there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, your mom didn't say anything? No, he's a fucking Catholic priest. Yes. So you didn't say anything? What the fuck am I supposed to do? It's a Catholic fucking priest rubbing my dick in the passenger side <laughs> car. Father O'Reilly never touched me. Never did. <laughs> I touched him plenty. <laughs> That's Max's favorite line from that episode. Father O'Reilly never touched me. Now, I touched him plenty. You know, he used to have to tell me to use two fingers. Because you got to realize, I'm only 14 at the time. And my digits aren't that big. I love the Chicago act. It's like, if we could take that old SNL skit with the bears, but just turn it into sexual assault support group instead of the bears. You know, it's just, now, I never touched Father Pat. Okay? (laughs) Fuck, though. I touched, or no, he touched me a fuckload of times. Like, like, turn it around and just add the accent. And it makes fucking kid rape funny. That's according to TPT. I have shit right to this day. Could be the sausage. You know, I know where I'm going, though, when I'm done. That's all that matters. To the pearly gates. To see Father Pat. For more butt play. God, I hope they got butt play in heaven. Oh, Jesus. This is going off the rails. But that what I'm saying is, they don't, to talk about the parent... Or lack thereof in some cases. Mm. But they don't have, even when they're both there, if you don't have a conversation with them that's open, you don't know what's right, what's not to say what's right or what's wrong, even though that's true. Yeah. But you can't even gauge the in between. Mm. Like, you don't know, like, whether it's when the, you pretty much know that something's wrong if an, an adult's doing it to you, I think. Sure. Even if, but I'm saying, if you're both fucking 16, you don't know if, like, he's supposed to be biting your nipples. Right. You don't know if he's supposed to be trying to pop a pinky up your poop shoe. You don't know these things. And I think... And I'm not saying I want those specific <laughs> questions at all. In fact, just the opposite. But I am just... I can just see your 40-year-old face just or 50-year-old face just turning red. Like, okay, let's back up. I do have concerns steps. about it, man. Because I said the other day, like, what fucking interesting times we live in. We got, you know, think just... We got Donald Trump as president. We're confronting racism. We've got hurricanes. We've got... Elections. We've got a worldwide pandemic. We've mm-hmm. and I started thinking in retrospect. I was like, we've seen nine eleven, the mm-hmm. two longest wars in American history. They're still ongoing. Yeah, I mean, name go on and on and on the things that our generation has actually physically been around for. Mm-hmm. And then I was saying it's going to get better, right? And then I remembered like, oh fuck, man, my kids getting older, mm-hmm. and that's a new set of problems that yeah. we've just currently discussed yeah. at length. Yeah, like all the things. I was reading a thing about a book about one of these guys I read historically, and he's like, you know, you his personal letters, you can see him just falling apart as a man, and he's writing about it. He's like, it'd be nice to have a piss at night. And you're like, I have that to look forward to, or to, to not have a piss at night. Yeah. Uh, you know, just the general breaking down of our shit <clears throat> bodies that we've just treated like garbage for well, 35 years. I saw some, there's a guy on Facebook that I follow that I don't particularly like because he's kind of alt righty, but sometimes he posts funny stuff. <clears throat> And he shared a thing the other day about, like, imagine you were 18 uh, in 1918. You know, isn't uh, World War One's about to end? Mm-hmm. And well, your then, dad. 
Yeah. Well, no, you're alive. You, oh, you, you, you make lived it. through it. You lived through the Spanish flu and the you First beat, World War. You lived through the First World War, mm. and then you turn 28, and the stock market crashes, and America enters the Great Depression, mm-hmm. and then you turn. But you make it through that, and then all of a sudden, this guy named Hitler in in uh, you got an eighteen year break there. Yeah, we turn whatever age, and all of a sudden, this guy named Hitler in Germany starts stirring the pot. So you're forty, and there's late some 40s shit going now, on there. Right. Then cut to uh, Vietnam War. You know, he basically highlighted like if you were born Korea, at the, you skipped Korea, over Korea. Korea. He basically highlighted if you were born at the sweet spot year. You would have seen just shit show after shit show after shit show. The annihilation of six million Jews, the Great Depression, atomic the, bombs, the atomic bombs, Vietnam. Like you'd be, you you would have seen all this shit and never really <laughs> gotten a Kennedy, break. Robert, yeah. and MLK assassinations. Yeah. Basically, you'd be in your sixties, pushing seventy, having seen the world and you go would to have shit. Never really gotten a breather nope. from awful shit. Mm-hmm. Starting with basically the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. running through both world wars, the Great Depression, Nam, yeah. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, his point was like, you know. We're not special. His point was, what we're going through is bad, but at least we have Netflix. <laughs> like, yeah, they got nothing. Like, like, a mat, like, what do you turn to? If and even then, the, the worst racists in the bunch, even back then, were like, we don't even have Mandingo fighting anymore. <laughs> that was something. The, the guy was trying to make a point like there are generations of people some of and some of whom are our grandparents that literally lived through all the worst case scenarios and still had lives they just didn't have the luxuries that we do like oh, fucking I, Netflix I'm not, and Grubhub I'm not saying they didn't have lives people clearly lived fully and not but they lived I'm just saying I guess I wanted a, I was thinking in terms of is there a reprieve and there's not that guy makes a, a great point. It's like the people that say, "I wish we could go back to the good old days." There's mm. none. There's not. So well, it was just I me would. feeling sad, thinking, "I just need a bit. I need that like two year reprieve where nothing awful happens." I feel. I mean, unless you were uh, enlisted, I feel like you know, oh five to sixteen was okay. Yeah, I got laid off in the middle of that. But that was okay too, because as we know, that yeah. story, what I did with that. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, like we're a little past 9/11. We've kind of healed as a nation. We stopped being together mm-hmm. because of it. Now we're sundered again. We've got two we're, sides. You know, it's it's still there's still a war being fought because of it. But sure. I feel like from the time that I graduated high school at 18 in mm-hmm. 2005 mm-hmm. to the time Donald Trump got elected, things were better politically. We were divided, but I was also yeah. too young to really be logged in or, or giving a fuck. And that was just a nice sort of like, hey. I mean, there's also a ton of fucking dumb shit. There's a mass recession that you're leaving out in the middle of that, too. I'm aware. But I'm saying. But that span of years pales in comparison. To this. The last to four. What, to just this year. The alone. last four. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this one's bad. I But I had the Leah. I told Leah. I see all these T-shirts now. People think it's cool to have the T-shirt that says 2020. I give one star. Would not recommend. It's like, mm. It looks like a stupid fucking Yelp review or some shit. I've seen a few of them out and about. And I, I like. I feel like we should just make shirts that say, "I shaved my balls for this." <laughs> sure, <laughs> I've seen that shirt too. from the league. I love it. Um, I, I just said to these people, I was like, the the problem with the 2020 shirt or Facebook post now because mm-hmm. they're everywhere. We in 2020. Yeah, uh, it's a gimme year for it's sure. It's so fucking 2020. I just keep thinking, like, I know what's about to happen here. I, I know – well, I don't with the election. The election will be the defining part of the year. Hopefully 2020 is not setting a precedent for 
future shittier years. That's what I told Leah. I said there's there seems to be already be an expectation that we just have to get through 2020, and that was the same mindset that got us through the two weeks of quarantine that the country did. Yeah, we're oh my god, the fail. I just can't wait to be out again. I knew right then we had a problem. I want to go because bowling. Me and Leah made it the point last night. Also, we said this ultimately hasn't really affected us. No, it's only affected people no. of privilege. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying it hasn't affected us. We're not. We're basically poor. Yeah. We we, we do okay for our spot, and but, we live, and we eat. Right, but how but much less I'm saying were you we before? weren't going out before. Exactly. We that weren't going point. to dinners a lot before. We didn't have friend groups that we went out and did a exactly. ton of fucking things I, with. I had our lives yeah. have not changed I had this conversation, much. I think, with my dad and a handful of other people. Like, I'm just tired of not being able to do the stuff I used to do. And then he started rattling it all off. I'm like, you can yeah, do that. I never mm-hmm. did any of that but stuff. But there's other stuff to do. But I mean. the larger point is, like, the stuff that people of means miss, I don't miss. Because I never had the means to do it before the pandemic. Right. Like, I wasn't taking multiple trips by plane. <laughs> I wasn't going to Little Alley Steakhouse every other weekend with my friends. But and that's... Like, I wasn't doing the stuff that right. a lot of people are missing because I didn't have the ability to do it before the pandemic. Right. I didn't really lose anything. In fact, if you, fig- I if you kind of figure in what the government paid me to stay home, I actually did better during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, than wealthy people. Wealthy people are complaining that they didn't get money from the government. Like, yeah, well, that's because you make 250k a year. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I was saying. It's just that on top of all that, there seems to be an expectation that we need to get through this. And I was so I, my thing to Leah was, I can actually see it in my mind. New Year's Eve. This whole mm-hmm. that's what we haven't talked about. No one in the country's really addressed it yet. Times Square, New Year's Eve. Not that specific event. Of people. Not that specific event. I'm talking about the holidays in general. Yeah. We're roll- it's already come up at my house as we're, far as Halloween goes. We're roll- like, what do we do? Let's get back to that because I'm interested. But they, they're already rolling out the holiday lattes at Starbucks, and that's what made me think about it. The pumpkin mm-hmm. spice is back. Yeah. Here we are in August, and there's pumpkin spice. Yeah. Okay. Still a million fucking degrees outside, and, and they're pushing the pumpkin. It's not a human. It's, it's not. A, it should not be a human consumable beverage anyway, and yet here it lands in August. I love when the Kroger puts out the scented witch brooms. I just wish they'd wait till it's actually fucking fall. My Kroger always has the cinnamon brooms up front. I love it. I love them. I just and when I walk past them, it makes me feel like oh fall, oh, but it's yeah. August. I know, like it's hot and shit. But they outside. sell it because we buy it. Fact of the matter. Put it out in the not September. not us. I'm talking about society eats the shit up. We want now especially. We want and we want to. I mean, my, my we're Kroger's trying to get the ceramic pumpkins outside. We're, we're trying to pump through the seasons now, and 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 everyone, the holidays will be different. Halloween exponentially. That'll be the first one where everyone's like, well, this is different, right? So. But I'm thinking more of the terms of the holiday season, which if you, you know, it's the travel season. Mm-hmm. It's the everybody get together season. It's the we got to go from this place to this place to this place. We've, we've covered this on the pod, mm-hmm. both personally and, and generally. And in that sense, COVID-19 is like my guardian angel. Oh, I know. Because it's like, uh, we're not no. comfortable. We're no, not no. comfortable. That's literally it. That's the gro- greatest words home. ever. And, and when we we're have to spin home. it, when we have to spin it, me and Lee have done that. We've said... Lee is not comfortable, man. Mm-hmm. Really, it's me just not wanting to go to a thing. Yeah. But to that person, Lee is not comfortable. If, if it's one of her friends, yeah. Austin's not comfortable. No, I know for well, a Of s- course, 
some most of the times those fucking things are true. This is not a lie. I don't. I'm not comfortable coming yeah. to your fucking Pre, dinner party. Pre-COVID, I had a plan going into this year to only have, if any, oh, we, one yeah. Christmas Day destination. We knew that we we covered it. I bet it was funny if we went and listened to it now because it's the start of this year. Yeah. And Christmas came up, and you were you were. T- I remember going home and telling Leah, "This is great because he's Brent's taking a stand." We're not going to have this bullshit where he's driving around on Christmas Day all the, all the time. Over, especially now because, like, the my kids are they're they're aware. Mm-hmm. You know, like Adelaide just lost one of her front her major front teeth, and she's like, "How big is the tooth fairy?" Like those wheels are turning. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point Santa Claus is going to become super serious. Like we have to go to bed so yeah. that he brings us our shit. Um, and they're not going to want to be. That'd be a great. That's a great Christmas special. We have to go to bed, or Santa ain't bringing shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, but, like, with COVID in the mix now, oh, too, it's like, fucking, it makes it easier. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to your family friend's nope. Christmas Eve dinner. And also, because we not, can't trust you to not, I know, especially, your, like, your in-laws remind me a lot of mine. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, I love, I love you guys, but I don't trust y'all to not bring in more people into this. Like people oh, that yeah, I don't yeah. know and may not be wearing masks. Oh yeah, for or, sure. If they're hosting anything, there'll be thirty people there that are yeah, just neighbors. Just neighbors, or again, people we don't know. If you're anti-maxer, I made a lady really mad at Kroger the other day, and I was I wish I had fucking I wanted to film it, but I felt it would make it worse. But she was walking at me down the aisle, no mask. I've been in this Kroger for months now. Everyone's been really good about abiding the mask. Well, most Krogers even have signs posted now. They like, don't. They're not going to confront you. Mm. They don't want it. Yeah. They don't want any part of it. Well, it's like if a customer complains, it's like Kristen at Sephora. You're not allowed to pursue a shoplifter. No. They know it's happening, but yeah. they're not allowed to do anything about right. it. That's yeah. But she was coming down the aisle, and I made exaggerated movements on purpose to, to get out of you her way. Your mask I was kind of coughed on her. No, I was oh. like up against the produce, like doing things to like a, like avoid get as much room from yeah. her. And she saw it and it turned into a little, I was like, Hey, I'm not the one not wearing a mask. You're the one showing indifference to society. But anyways, see, I wouldn't have done that. What I would have done, especially since it was a woman like, Hey, look at the big swinging dick. Walking <laughs> down the produce side. This dick doesn't get sick. <laughs> Fucking America! Down, keep America great! Kill, kill off more darkies, they're dying at a high percentage, am I right? And then when I, I, I would have flipped her off and I said, I'll see you in the parking lot. And I would have said it real serious. Now she, I made her uncomfortable, and now she's scared. <laughs> You've been harassed, yeah. so now, like, what were we talking about before that? Uh, Holidays. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> The thing it's is, just, is, is, with the exception of my mother-in-law, here's the none of my family's taking this shit seriously. My father-in-law I know, does this and loves I, Donald I, Trump. I'm seeing does it. not give a fuck I know, about I know. I'm seeing it, too. Mom so and I'm just saying, Florida right no now. One, no, one's, no one's addressing this. No one's really... They're, 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 we're getting pumped with the pumpkin spice and, and kind of the, the fluffer shit. They're mm-hmm. getting us ready. Yeah. They got the guy right now just... I know it's not a visual place, but I'm doing the jerk-off motion. because he's jerking off. Fucking getting it ready. Like, getting that fucking ready. He was doing it in the air. Now he's actually doing it over. Christmas comes. It's just like confetti. It just comes for 30 Fake days. Snow. Fucking Snowman. The Santa Claus. Tim Allen. Ah! Some, some Christmas shit in there. Fucking you know? Christmas. Ah! A little Follow bit it. of Bible. A little bit of Bible. A little bit of Bible. A little bit of Bible. Little 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 Bible. Bible. There's no fucking messages on the cups. Ah! Fuck Starbucks. <laughs> all that shit just coming everywhere. So oh, come on, you faithful. I know. Ah! <laughs> That's good. That's this year's Blumpkin and Kegel song is Oh Come, oh, come All You Faithful, but just Oh Come On Your Faces 
Oh, oh, faith, faithful. Come on, faithful. My face. Come on, my face. That makes more sense. Uh, if you put the finger on the but no one will shoot farther. I have yet to hear a person on on social media, regular media, any of it say like, "What are y'all's plans? What what is?" What do you all think Christmas, Thanksgiving, and those wintertime right. holidays look like? And while they're not talking about that, they're What's also the saying... What's Thanksgiving Day parade going to be? Fucking not going to happen and good. Yeah. Fucking done. <laughs> I used to love that thing. I used to wake up and be excited to watch that. And you watch it now and you're just like, oh, well, yeah, fuck I, 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 Well, Let I, me, but it's, the, it's Christmas vacation. People, oh, I think I see the nuts. I can see it now, Brent. I can fucking see it. New Year's Eve, regardless of COVID, because we all... We've been stripped bare. America has of, yeah. been laid naked. There is we cannot hide how shitty we regardless are. Regardless of COVID, regardless of the election outcome, all of it. Yeah, it doesn't take every as long as there's no fucking terrible nuclear or some shit or all really really bad. Or Chinese troops in the U.S. Right, Red Dawn shit. <laughs> uh, Get pe- your rifles now. New Year's Eve, people are going to go out as they already are doing. Like I said, we've been laid bare. Yeah. They're going to go out and they're gonna, all going to be like crying and weeping. We made it. We made it. Mm-hmm. Made it through 2020. Fuck 2020. It's going to trend that night. Hashtag fuck 2020. Fuck 2020. Yeah. It's got all of it. Like it's just going to be this America f- trying to force itself to have a therapeutic moment because yeah. we've made it. And not to mention, not to, not yeah. no one will mention the 200 quarter of a million people who didn't. Yeah. Because of COVID. Right. But we'll just push right through because they were old and they don't fucking matter. And they, they sacrificed themselves for the fucking well, economy. And we needed to uh, reopen. And, and this it was is a hoax anyway. And anyways. this is just COVID related. Yeah. We're not even going to the other bullshit about 2020. Yeah. And they're going to just move into 2021 yeah. and they're going to feel like everything yeah. is better. And then the sun's going to set. And then the Monday of the year is going to roll upon us. January's already depressing. Forget what year it is. January's already a bummer month. It is the Monday of the, of the year. And everything will be the same. The exact same. If not, and then it'll be progressively worse. And this is where this all boiled down to was this kind of like me feeling depressed for a little while because I was like, surely there'll be some reprieve. You know, and I found myself falling into the trap of we just got to get out of 2020. And then I told her, turned to Leah, and I was like, that is not the way we should think about this. No. I think really what you have to do is this is going to be a slog. I think what you have to do is just get out of the cycle. You have to stop watching. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't. I can't do that because I personally. I mean, here's my conviction. Is anything going to change your vote in November? That's not the point. Is I'm anything? Not, gonna, not, I'm not like, watching. You are well aware. That, well, only thing you absolutely know is my vote is never Republican for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a, a yeah. hard fact. That's not yeah. it's and, it, and, and it's not even political because I mean if you could track voting records, I've done it all. Mm-hmm. I've done it all. I voted, I voted for both parties. I have voted for both three parties. I even gave Libertarian votes back before I found out that they were fucking <laughs> shitty human yeah, beings no, too. When you look at how just congressional Republicans have handled the last four years, it's it's it, mind numbing. It makes you it makes me go like. Even if, even if in my fifties the Republican Party of that era mm-hmm. sounded great, mm-hmm. I know that I'd be like, even "Fuck if, you! Even I'm not going to give in. Even like, if I will was vote good. against you." This is one of those things I'm taking an old man stand on. Yeah, like it's. Uh, and, it's I, I, and let me preface: just, just like you like, just said, ju- just like you said, I understand that that might put me in a situation in thirty years. If I get another thirty years, it makes my situation awkward. Mm. Because maybe there is some fundamental change, and maybe they do roll out 
some kind of really Kennedy-esque guy that I thought that, that I think to myself like, where were you fucking thirty years ago? Yeah. But no, no, it's no, no, no. If there's if there's an R yeah, next, because I've seen what the backbone of the party really is. Yeah, it's bullshit. And even if they shifted that it's, backbone it's to a thick pile of bullshit to, to be safe and to use their parlance, even if they went back to a moderate, mm-hmm. like a, a moderate platform that was socially somewhat conscious at the least and fiscally conservative, everything they say that they are. Right. And even if they disengage, if they disengage and, and got mer- further away from this evangelical right, even if they did all the things that See, I would even, tell them even to that do. pockets quiet these days because they don't have much fucking yeah. of a leg to stand on yeah. because their leader is a dipshit. A non-Christian dipshit. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard no for me, dog. Yeah, it's, it's burned a hard into no. my brain to never support that party again. Like, because I don't think they take the Christian bullshit out. They showed their ass in 2016 by choosing their guy. Yeah, and then you look at the rest of like you're the party of fucking real this white guy. people. No, it's just this guy. And this guy. You're just party of bullshit. Because like, my thing is, they knew who this guy was. And you can bitch and moan about not liking Barack Obama all day. At the end of the That's day, fine. at the end of the day, if you put Trump and Barack and Obama on a spectrum and call them equal but on the opposite ends, you're fucking full of it. No, yeah, that's not right. Obama might have been despicable politically. He wasn't a shithead like Donald Trump is. No, it's just a, he, he, he was a politician. He had the appearance of being a good human being. Yeah, that's and, all. And, and, that's and I'll all tell you what, I've never, met, I've never met yeah. him. I don't come away much different when I hear the man speak about his family and the people that he loves. Yeah. That's what I look at. I look at the, uh, we don't need to do this. I'm just saying there, what, what got me on never voting R again? I don't recall. Yeah. But a good, a good point would be like, I voted for John McCain. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea of a war hero veteran. Oh, he's moderate. not a war hero. Huh? He's not a war hero. Well, obviously not now. He got captured. Yeah, he got captured. We don't like that. Yeah. But at the time, at that age, it's like war hero, veteran, moderate Republican, and a guy who called out people live in a te- in a televised presidential debate. Yeah, that old bitty ass bitch who's having her moment if she lived another ten years mm-hmm. stands up and says, "Well, now he's a he's a Muslim, so why at that town hall at mm-hmm. Barack's right there?" Yeah, and the man says, "No, no, he's not a Muslim." And he was born right here in America. Yeah. And let's put a stop to this nonsense. Yeah. That's the guy going against. Yeah. That's a Republican I voted for yeah. and would have also voted for if the party hadn't said, hey, let's give this ass clown a, mm-hmm. a, a shot at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you've got all this footage of Lindsey Graham, of uh, what's that dipshit from Texas? Rick, uh, not Rick. Is it Rick Perry? Yeah. He's, he's, he's somebody in the cabinet yeah. now. You got all this footage he's of all the, these. The, he's the energy I know. fucking guy. You've got all this footage of all these like placeholder Republicans that have been on our spectrum for however many years in 2015 and 16, just just laying into how stupid, incompetent, ridiculous the list goes on. Donald Trump is that's that's them. You you go to any of them now, they're just fucking lockstep. Yeah, and it's not going to get any better. Let me because let me run this scenario by you. It's like, what did you see four years ago that you don't see today? Let's imagine that he loses to Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't. I honestly, dude, the way I feel about this is changing day to fucking day. Two months ago, I honestly thought this would be a blowout mm-hmm. for Biden. Yeah. Now, I I think it could go either way. I, think Harris, I don't think it's a blowout anymore. I think Harris is going to swing some moderates, though. I don't think I, – I'm not actually here to play the game of how the, the swings will go. I'm saying let's assume hypothetically that Biden uh, wins. L- wins. Uh, Trump's not going anywhere. 
Okay. He, he, I'm saying he'll leave the office. I don't think he's going to fucking do that. You I mean, don't think, he you might. Don't think Bill Maher's right where he, he'll contest it and not leave? He might. I don't fucking know. If it makes for good television, ultimately, yeah, maybe he'll contest it. But how far he takes that contestation, I don't know. But the point is... And again, it comes down to what's the Senate going to do? Are they going to have him removed? He has, he <laughs> has no... No, no, like, no bottom. So if he's alive, he's active now. He's forever. Th- I even read about this. He's, oh, yeah, until he's dead, we won't be He is a Republican policymaker for life. Yeah, and, and, until he is dead. We won't be rid of him. And even when he we is won't dead, be rid of him we'll probably have to deal with that junior, Eric or, ju- no, or Trump junior, junior is already talking about it. Yeah. Uh, the one that your mom loves, the dumb blonde that he Trump wants to actually pork his own daughter. Ivanka has already talked about it. They're yeah. trying to build. They, they think of themselves They're like Bushes as the Kennedys, yeah. the Clintons, the Bushes. The Bushes. They, yeah. The sad thing is they, they put themselves up there because they got there. Yeah, but they are really one. They are just mil- they really are a case there of just millions of dollars keeping them from being the worst white trash imaginable. Yeah, they're they're. If uh, you strip them, what's the phrase? Something, all something, no substance. I mean, I know what you're talking about. There, yes. there's there's nothing there. Yeah, it's, they're just fucking. It's vapid. They're just vapid little. They're they're empty empty vessels. They're not even wolves in sheep's clothing. They're retards in sheep's clothing. <laughs> and it's like the it's just uh, it, and I know people blame the media, which is because you've been. That's what you do now, but because he told you they're enemy of the people. Mm. Uh, but just because they report on the nonsense, that that's where we've gone. That's where we've come now. Yeah. If we report on the nonsense, the whether it's a tweet or otherwise, well, it's then it's just you coming after the guy. It's bordering it, on <clears throat> intelligentsia. Like, don't point out smart stuff. Don't point out smart stuff, or yeah. we'll take you down. Yeah. You know, don't call a spade a spade, or we'll call you out and yeah. say you're lying. Alternative we're in facts. You know, fucking Melania is goose stepping down the White White House hallways in that fucking army uniform. Like, is this where it's going? <laughs> like, is Trump gonna come out in like army garb soon? Like fucking Gaddafi or something? Like, is this where it's heading? Mm, this hurricane looks fucking legit, bro. Look at this bad boy. I've seen it. Looks it. just like Katrina, without but just not on the same path. What's it? Ex- what's it expected to hit? Four. Oh, uh, midway between. They uh, they call it. What's the name? Are uh, we talking like Panama Lake City or close no, to no, Texas? No, 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 no. It's right at the border, Louisiana and Texas. Right. Lake Charles, Louisiana is right on the border. So we're probably going to get some rain. Actually, I don't think so. If you track this one, I mean, we'll get the we'll get. The, but it's not going to do what that storms. one did where it ripped through South Georgia and fucked everything up for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it's not even coming near us. So we're fine. We're going to be fine even if it, like dead center on Georgia we'd be fine okay that's all well actually I don't know what if an F5 that'd be an interesting question if an F5 because then if an F5 was to strike in Savannah and then work inward we're talking we're dealing with tornadoes hail we're dealing with the subsidiary storms we're talking like day after tomorrow Dennis Quaid sized hurricanes that like take up a third of the globe I have to tell you and this is a real thing and I know our listeners probably think this is we're all gas bags and we mostly are I have legitimate fantasies about that stuff now and mm-hmm. I understand just, the world. My world, in particular, is not that bad. Yeah. But I deal with a lot of anxiety these days, just generally in the world. And I just ima- I watched that movie the other day, and I was like, that is just beautiful. <laughs> you know, because it's just, a reset. It's just it's a reset, and it's and, just and I have that movie, I legitimately have a disgusting disdain for humanity. Well, and within that movie, you get some you get a little bit of ha ha. 
told you so with the fucking people that left the library and they're no. like don't yeah. leave you'll freeze to death like, or the hey, politicians we, we know uh, what we're doing and yeah. then next thing you know they're all frozen to death and, yeah. and it's sad in the movie <laughs> but but as the viewer you're going are you fucking idiot like the smartest guy in the movie told you not to do it and you're like well Donald Trump says and you just kept can we, walking can we can I defend the man that left the, let me just take in defense of the people that left Yeah, that's fucking Toby Maguire or not even Toby Maguire it's, it's Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal telling you to stay listen, and if you don't listen, know you don't the, know between Maguire that and Dennis Gyllenhaal, Quaid is his dad to, yeah, you don't know that yeah. it's either the cop or Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. in 9 out of 10 times I'm probably going to do what the cop says to do in 2020 Good. Uh, he could be a ghost skin for all you know. That's true. 2012. I watched that one the other day too. That yeah. one's even better because because it's with, bad. With, with with day after tomorrow, it's kind of like a big wave hits New York, storm instantly freezes you. 2012. There's some suffering. Yeah. The world literally just turns up on itself. Land well, masses California shaking. Did. I just remember in not all of it was all. <laughs> it wasn't just California. I just remember in Day After Tomorrow, like, them showing the globe, and there's just three hurricanes that cover it. Yeah, it becomes a, a superstorm. Like, yeah. it's like, this hurricane's not going to hit the coast of Georgia. It's going to hit the right half of the United States. Yeah. Like, it's going to make landfall, but half of it's already going to be in Colorado. Holy shit, like, that'd be something. Like, like a Jupiter storm? Like, yeah, something yeah. truly... Uh, so that, that like, to me, would like, be beautiful. When I hear that, when I watch these <laughs> movies... Yeah. I flash back. I think of, uh, you know, I get biblical. Mm-hmm. I am the Alpha Omega, and I will make all things new. Yeah, and I, that's what I see is like, oh, that's actually God. I, like, let's well, bring the I'm, finger I'm, of God on this. I'm with you, and I'm not. Sounds, I know you're not. It I'm sounds just, nice to have a reset. I a hope I would survive it along with all of my cherished loved ones, mm-hmm. and b I would hope that everybody in like the what about this? What about that I can't stand died from it? Let me ask you this hypothetical. Let's find. I know you're you're not religious. But let's say it turns out that there is that whole thing. It's not exactly the way we thought of it. Of course yeah. not. But, but like it turns out God separated the yeah, clouds and he presented himself for a moment. more or less. Yeah. And he mooned us and said, "You says, all fucked up." I'm not here to kill everyone, but I am going to send the flood again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can either handle you right now, right? Just kill you right now. Mm-hmm. Or you can try to survive this flood. And then he reminds you, oh, by the way, this is not the one you read. Yeah. The one that I've, I've seen it in your little books, yeah. your Sunday school books. It's not that flood. It's not at all. This mm. is a devastating thing. This mm. is really something. Yeah. I remember I, remember I read a book. <laughs> I diverged. Just for a second. I read this book. This, uh, they gave it to us in college. It was We were studying theology in the sense of the world religions, and it was a Christian book, and guy was a fucking genius because he probably won more souls than most pastors because he was like I mean I had a real problem with Sunday school Mm. at a very early age those stories just didn't seem right I understood what they were saying but let's think broadly and just a little bit more concisely about what happened in the flood everyone's dead Mm -hmm. everyone except for Noah Everything. Everything, every animal, with the exception of what's on that ark, which we can have a whole other conversation about. It really happened. Yeah, I'm sure it did. And there's a, there's a replica in Kentucky, which I think would be the first and best place to go. If this all calms down in two, three years, yeah. that would be live pod central. If for no other reason than to just ask asshole questions. Oh, the, the best guide. questions, yeah. So is this the actual ark? Well, they get that one. We'd have to be more subtle. 
Not because of fear yeah. of getting kicked out, because it would be funnier if we asked. But anyways, how do you keep snakes? From take away the ark. Let's let's think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, if that really happened, it would not be like in the set because it's like in the books I used to have, and I can't speak to your Sunday school experience. Mm-hmm. It was almost like it rained, and it just kept raining, mm-hmm. and then like the next page, everyone's just floating. Yeah, like there was there's, there's no trans there's no get us over to this point of how it happened. But let's I mean, what actually happened? Right, yeah. it, we can assume that it rained for forty days and forty nights. If we take it at face value, maybe it's just like a god-sized bucket. Just Whatever, big, just a maybe. Drop. But I'm saying it probably, if it happened, it probably worked within the phys- the laws of the universe, mm-hmm. right? And so we assume that it would rain and rain and rain, and people would be fucking, like here in Georgia, fucking rain. You see it on Facebook when it mm-hmm. rains a lot, like oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, people in Seattle are like it's like this all the time. Yeah, it's, what the fuck? So. It's like that, Let's right? And then people say, Man, that's like rain for 30 days, whatever. And then all of a sudden, all your aqueducts, all your dams, mm-hmm. all your, uh, what do you call it when you put the things on the river? Your eddies, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. Everything bursts. Jetties. Everything fucking bursts. Everything floods. And then yeah. it's, re- get, yeah. <laughs> then it gets real fucking violent. And he started talking about like, but just picture this. You'd have like, in, in third world countries, you've seen the mudslides. Mm-hmm. That happens in heavy rain, typhoons, all this stuff. It wipes out entire villages, just yeah. dead. And and they're all dead fairly quick, but then they're just buried under 110 feet of mud and sticks and trees. And that's just where they are now. Yeah. Because that's, what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> and he's like, so if you run your mind through that, now you've got little babies and moms running down the street. Now it's a Michael Bay movie, my yeah, brain. You know, yeah. She's running down the fucking street. She turns around. There's a wall of water. Yeah, it's and Dante's while, Peak and the volcano's yeah, going on. And while on. she's turned around, a fucking tree just takes her out, splits her in two. Baby's head explodes on branch. Like, Way worse than hostile. Yeah. Like, this is not hostile. Yeah. This is like... S. Scott Zoller meets even, Michael Bay even meets in, fucking... Even in this scenario, if that's how it happened, there's still people with other boats. Yeah, but boats... Okay, this is the misconception when I've hit this hypothetical with other people. You're going to tell me there's only one boat that's on not, the wor- no. in the world that survived this? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying your... What kind of boat? Let's start there. A big one. Let, what kind of boat? Uh, 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 what kind of boat are you getting to in time... To try to convince oh, yourself that you're safe. I'm not getting to one, but there's a guy on a coast somewhere with a boat who who captains a, a 80 man boat mm-hmm. and sees this shit happening, and he goes, "I'm going to put out." Okay, where does he get gas when there's nowhere to get gas? Well, are we talking Noah's time or are we talking present day? Present day. Oh well, I'm, it's sailboat. Your boats are fucking useless, by the way. Because if they're anywhere near floats. the coastline... It still floats. And it's destroyed. Again, you're thinking about every single dam letting forth, every single t- river tributary coming out. This isn't... You're not going to be out there fucking jet skiing while the world goes under. So the, you're all, talking all about the oceans serious are just raging. Refuse. All no, the I, oceans are just raging every day? That's where I don't know. I don't, I don't like, know. If you, if, you, if you saw it coming, if he you like, can't just if, put if, your big boat Let's, let's say God's ocean. hand came over... Like in the Monty Python, puts his hand on the Arctic and it just melts in one fail swoop. Mm-hmm. Trillions and trillions and trillions of gallons of water just becomes a part of the North Atlantic and flushes down. Now you've got tidal surges and tide disruptions yeah. that you can't even anticipate. I don't know. I'm just saying, you're not going to be. And, and if you I have don't think a you boat, would make it. you probably wouldn't make it. But would you even try? <laughs> well, yeah, everybody would be running in panic. Not me. 
That's my. I was like, I now if God gave me the option of like, I'll kill you now if you want, or you can try for fun. You'd, be, like, the, no, you'd be the blonde woman from the day of tomorrow hugging your dad on the coast is the wave. No, that's so, that. I love that scene, but that's deep impact. <laughs> Trust me, I've been watching them all. I think it's a problem. I'm getting. I really am balls deep in this. Like it just, it just gets back to this disdain. Because I just think we've well, been, what you just, want, I feel like what you America want is now. For the wave to come and wipe out all the right. The people. worst part of all this for me, and then I'll end the negativity last half hour of this show. The worst part of all this for me is that we're a fucking joke, and everyone knows it. We except for us. Well, except for thirty five percent of us yeah. who are convinced that this is the best version of ourselves. Right. But the we are laid bare. To the, and it's yeah. not something that's recoverable. I think we can get to a not place. Not in our lifetime. No, not in our lifetime. It's it's a and it, it it's a place where we can we can do damage control, mm-hmm. but this is not recoverable. No, I know what you're saying because I just saw uh, Uncle Tom's fiance. I think I don't think they're married. Do you have any lube? Hand but, sanitizer? Uh, sanitizer. No, I have some in the back. Right. Uncle Tom's fiance on Facebook the other day made some sort of post about our view in the world, like the way other countries view us, and. Some uncle of hers that I don't know chimed in and basically said what you're saying. Like, this is the best country on, on the planet. You know, Americans are the best, blah, 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 blah. And we and are. And she just, in a very direct, polite, but still, like, matter-of-fact way, said, I wish I could take you somewhere right now that we're not allowed to travel to <laughs> so that you could see how Sad. ugly this Americans are to other people. Yeah. Like... She said, I've been to other countries. She's in Mexico now. She's been to Panama. She's been to the Netherlands. She said, I've been there. I've seen the way Americans behave overseas. Like, we're rude. We are entitled in a way that Europeans, the Chinese, whatever. Like, we are entitled in a way that nobody else in this world is. I wish I could take you to other countries so that you could see how we are perceived by the way we have behaved in their countries prior to this year. Uh, well, that's just prior to this year. Yeah. And, uh, and now it is. I mean, there, we are, I, I actually we feel are an legitimate. Ugly, we are an ugly We've laid people. bare, man. We're just laid bare. I'm not taking I, any. Well, a vocal, a vocal. Small, a small vocal percentage of us are shitty, and it makes. But the it's rest a of us large percentage bad. of the mind. It's not. It's a minority, but it's, it's a large. It's the kind of thing where, like, if you or I travel to Paris and meet locals, we have to be like, oh, we're not. I'm not. What, that I'm not that American. Right. Actually, why I'm here. Like, I know that you think <laughs> that all I'm interested in McDonald's, which I am, yeah, by the way, here. interested yes. in McDonald's, but. <laughs> I'm also interested in your museums because I have to shit. But again, <laughs> I came. I came here to experience your McDonald's and your shitters yeah, and, and your museums. And they're nice. And I can't wait to see how fast the toilets flush in Normandy. But yeah. again, I'm here. I forgot about that. They are zipper fast. But like, you do do that. Like, mm-hmm. you do have, like, Kristen's relatives from Canada. Like, whenever we see them, it's rare. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Like, all her relatives are. are North, North, North New Yorkers, and the, for the liberal ones, when they met me in Atlanta, Georgia, it's like Jesus Christ, is, this, is she marrying a rebel flag? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, no, like I know where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I know that statistically, much like the golfers on the fringe at the 1963 Pebble Beach <laughs> competition between Sam Snead and Jack Nicholas, you might assume I'm a racist asshole, <laughs> like we did, but I'm actually not. not. Yeah. 
but I have to like I, I have to fucking like carry a, a laminated placard everywhere I go to the rest of the world. This like, is where I'm from. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. Yeah. I am not a shithead. Yeah. I have shithead tendencies. Like all people do. When I'm walking in the Louvre and I look up and the dude's got a shirt that says, fuck Donald Trump. And I felt like I love the shirt, but I know why he's wearing it. Yeah. Because he believes it and he needs to advertise that here. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, uh, my German friend tells me they, because I read the article and I was like, yeah, you can't speak for all of fucking Germany. But typically he was like, no, that's about right. Like we feel sorry for Mm y'all. There's like this level of European empathy you know that I can relate to but it's just like yeah it just is what it is right we, now America regardless of where you stand too yeah. just if you if it seems to me that if you're not Republican you stand a better chance of getting aloof of a situation and taking perspective mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the Democrats are great at that slightly better yeah your independents are way better but if you could even if you are a hard right Republican just just Remove yourself from the situation a little bit. Try to look at it outside of the gauge of whatever news media that you're used to or the one that you are antagonistic towards and just take a broad scope yeah. and understand that we are a fucking laughing stock to the world right now. Even our enemies. Yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. I mean, how – let's – I mean, I don't really think Russia – I don't really think Trump colludes Russia. I think he's too stupid. I think they just control the man. That's not collusion. Mm-hmm. That's either you have something on him or he loves you so much because he wants to be you because yeah. that's what he is as a fanboy. Yeah. Then you just use that to your advantage. I don't think we collude. I, I think they're thinking, let's take advantage of this to our situation, and they have been. Mm. China much the same way. Everyone else is like, fuck, man, y'all are supposed to help us. This is this is y'all are a joke. Yeah. So it's like I'm dealing with a lot of it. I think the Anxiety. easiest way. I think the easiest way to look at it, America right now, as far as the way the rest of the Holy world. Holy shit, we've been going a while. As far as the way the rest of the world perceives us, right now America is that stereotypical jock that peaked in high school and then gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. and lost his hair fast mm-hmm. still thinks he's the shit mm-hmm. but in reality he, he never lives, was the shit That's in reality he never was mm-hmm. and he's he's pushing 30 and he lives alone yeah. and he's got a drinking problem mm-hmm. and, didn't call it a drinking problem and despite the fact <laughs> he drinks he, beer no liquor yeah, despite the fact that he fucked the hottest girl in high school at 18 he hadn't fucked anybody since well he has but it's, it's Payment type <laughs> stuff, you know. It's been hooker stuff. Hooker stuff. And at the reunion, he still struts in like he's the shit. And everybody else is like, <laughs> no, man. Like, you've got nerds. I don't want to you, do a rail in the bathroom. You've got nerds that were intimidated by him at 18 that can look at him at 30 and go like, look at this fucking he's, guy. That's just sad. But it's all predictable. They all would have seen it. Mm-hmm. And they all, that's the worst part. I, I think we knew this. I, I don't know. I, I think I, it's like everyone easiest. would say love it or leave it, right? But even that joke's funny because, like, they've seen the memes. Like, I can't go anywhere. I can't I feel go I fucking literally even stuck if, in this even shit. Even if right? I was free to go somewhere, because I live in this country and the, the structure that things are in, even if I could go somewhere, I can't afford mm-hmm. to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit show, man. It's but wild times I do alive, think I do think that is the best juxtaposition is the guy who peaked too early in high school and still thinks he's the shit, and he's really yeah. just a train wreck that fucking changes tires for a living in his hometown because he never went anywhere else. <laughs> and he thinks he's the shit because he fucked he fucked Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's the shit. And when the reunion comes around, everybody else that goes to that reunion, every other country, they get together like, that's just sad. I thought 
How do you be better than this? Like, he was a big deal in high school, and fucking now he's just a fucking joke. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> smells like pickles. He's, I saw him without shoes on. He's got like three dead toenails. <laughs> But that's America in every other country. Be a view. good one line and like yeah. a instead of like the standard stuff at a high school reunion. Big like, no, trust me, it's bad. I saw him with his shoes off. Yeah, and here's the thing: you could be you could be a right of center person listening to this and go, "Well, fuck what China thinks." I'm like, I'm not talking about China. We're just talking about fucking the Canada. world. Let's just talk about our neighbor to the north. It's basically America light, but well, better. You know what? You made a good point. None of that would matter to them. They can't be aloof. The true blue ones can't be aloof. They don't. They don't think with a third eye. They don't have any interest in right. thinking about things with nuance. So, I guess. I guess my point is, I understand that you don't give a fuck what Yugoslavia thinks, but there are some countries that we, at once upon a time, were really friendly with that were very similar to us. Mm-hmm. And when you find out that they are like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how? Like, so many countries in the world took the American model and said, hey, that's cool, let's do that. Yeah. And you flash forward 50 years and like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, let's not do that. Oh, well, I have to say, I hope those countries that took whatever model they were looking at yeah. and didn't, impl- you know, didn't do it yeah. because it's never fucking worked as it's been constructed. So, but yeah, we're, we're fucking... We're, we're an accident. I used to love that about my... I'll say this, they used to love the, 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 the great accident the United States of America was, right? Mm. No, no. No, it's has been planned, and and this was no accident. The structure we find ourselves in now is very much the way that America, it was supposed to go. America is mixed mirror. We peaked too early, and we're we're just a sad fucking mockumentary. That now. implies that we peaked. Mick did not. We, we've had this conversation. Mick, we don't. Mick thinks he peaked, but yeah. even then, there wasn't. At least our jock got to fuck somebody. Mick didn't even do that. <laughs> but we can uh, leave it at the sad 30 there. WFUZ. Hey! <laughs> the bail. Coming up next, we got driving in weather. Sports. <laughs> Skip. Uh, sorry about last week. Bye.